Good afternoon, Xbox gamers. Welcome to today's hot and tasty episode of the Xbox Factor Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Mr. Boomstick XL, and my goodness, has this not become a September to remember? I mean, for me personally, one of the particular gaming moments that has always stood out, at least in this particular country, has been 9999 when the Sega Dreamcast released and probably had one of the best launch lineups in the history of gaming. Well, folks, if you are an Xbox gamer, if you are just a gamer in general, this week has become the week of weeks, especially if you fly a very green flag known as Xbox. And the it, there is so much to get into. We are going to fill up two hours of your day that you, you – you, Listen, this is the best place to get Xbox news. It's the most positive place to get news. And we have an absolute outstanding panel that's going to help us break everything down. So let's get into the introduction so we can break these awesome topics down. Now, before we get into the regular casting crew, I want to bring Archimedes up to the stage here simply because yesterday this up-and-coming content creator to watch and listen to hit 1,000 subscribers on his YouTube channel in what I believe is being considered record timing. Archimedes, congratulations on 1,000, but more importantly, welcome to today's Xbox Factor podcast, my brother. I am back from vacation and I couldn't be more excited, Boom. Thank you so much for the congratulations. Uh, it's been fantastic hitting the 1000 sub milestone. Um, along with all these news this week, it's it's just fantastic to be back. Um, I really missed you guys, even though vacation my vacation was fantastic. I really missed talking to my gamer brothers from the other side of the ocean and I can't wait for this show. Let's do this. Yeah, well, it's great to have you back. Obviously, you know how we run this show as a family first. So, you know, you go and you spend time with your family. You, you send a lot of pictures out there, which was really cool. We actually kind of were like on, almost on vacation with you while you were there uh, because of all the pictures. But it's, uh, it's a big week for Xbox. Uh, it's a big week for this show uh, because this is obviously the second episode of the week that we're putting out. I mean, obviously, with so much news, sometimes you just got to add extra shows. And I like doing these shows, so it's no big deal. And, of course, you hitting 1,000 subscribers is something that needs to be celebrated. So, once again, congratulations on that. Thank you. Thank you so and, much. And uh, next up is the cog that keeps this show running. Someone that I don't think I could do the show without... He's also a part-time master chef, as well as becoming one of the bravest gamers that I know. Please welcome Zemi Games. You know, I need another class on how to be brave. Boom! We need to we need to hop on uh, Man of Madon again soon. I, yeah, maybe, I, maybe, I need... maybe we'll do that tomorrow after breakfast with Boom. We'll do another two-hour stint. Yeah, I'm I'm good for it, man. I just I, I need I need your your lessons on how to become the bravest gamer. Uh, <laughs> and then also Archimedes, huge congratulations on the thousand subs, man. But I I'm Thanks. still a little bit cross with you because you never sent me my plane ticket to go on vacation with you what's, what's up with that <laughs> uh but no i'm super excited to be here thank you so much boom 
Well, it's great to have you, and uh, we are certainly going to be breaking down momentarily this outstanding amount of news, and quite frankly, it is a lot to get into. Next up, on loan from PlayStation Nation, and secretly happy to be here, just don't tell those guys at Sony. Please welcome our very good friend, Mr. Bad Bit. What's up? What's up? I have uh, a disturbing report to give you. Um, I was delivered two blood-soaked envelopes um <laughs> earlier, earlier don't laugh this is serious this is very serious and uh one of that one of the envelopes was filled with nine ears oh, and wow. then the second envelope was filled with 14 ears that's, that's what fair. this means by mark cerny i don't know but i well, i mean 914 is coming i don't know if that means anything <laughs> i don't know either but he's he, i don't know yeah, there was no note. There was just ears. <laughs> well, listen, certainly considering that he whispered in yours that he wanted yours as part of his collection, I would be concerned. Oh, but right now, you're safe. We do have guards making sure the entrance is covered, so you can sit. You can rest in rest assured that your safety is of utmost our concern. But thanks so much for being here, as always. And next up, someone that has been making waves in a good way in the community and is going to be a part of several podcasts. Uh, which I'm happy to say, um, you know, this particular show launched his career, so to speak. Please welcome VJ. What's going on, dude? Hey, Boom. How you doing? Yeah, you're not far wrong. It's my uh, fifth straight podcast in as many days. And uh, and uh, Green Pass Gaming invited me to uh, come on as a, as a permanent panel member. And I'm um, chatting with clowns at the moment after this just to see if we can make uh, four guys with quarters work. And uh, just want to say thanks for creating all these opportunities for me, Boom. Uh, otherwise, I'd be nowhere. Well, no. I mean, I think the opportunities have been created by your gaming knowledge and your professionalism. I think that just me have, giving you a platform is just you know a very small uh, part of you uh, of people wanting you to be a part of their show. So, I mean, that that's really all on you. But listen, folks. Let's let, let's rip off the band-aid and get into what we're all here to talk about. Now, obviously, on today's show is going to all be about uh, about what Phil Spencer, Aaron Greenberg, and that incredible marketing team at Xbox has done in the last what seventy-two hours, give or take. I mean, listen, somehow or another, a major boo-boo or a leak in the form of the Series S, thanks to Walking Cat has really propelled Microsoft in a direction that many of us hoped they would retain. Now listen, 2020 has been uh you know we, 2020 has been what it is, right? But we're get, we're talking about video games and we want to we kind of want to bring Microsoft uh into the limelight so to speak. And for 2020, it has been an amazing year for them because for at least the first half of the year, they were riding on cloud 9. Now like any company, they hit a couple of snags. Some people will equate that with the uh, May event. I, dis I disagree terribly. I think the May event was fantastic. It showed me a lot of games, new games, new IPs. Some people would then equate, well, you know, the, the, the July 23rd event didn't go as planned because Halo didn't look good. And I and I you know what to some extent I will say that the Halo uh, you know did not look good the, the, you know but but for everything else I I still give it a, a B plus and I think that they in my opinion did what they needed to do and then for a while it was quiet and I think that because you know like like boxing even the champ gets stumbled 
And it seemed as if the halo, um, you know, the, the reaction to the fans and, of course, the very public delay kind of kind of got, you know, had them scrambling for what they were going to do next. And we all sat and we all waited and we didn't hear anything. And, of course, you know, like I said, I mean, I, I'm, I'm going to be coarse or more, more importantly, I think I'm going to be truthful that when I think Microsoft might need, you know, a, a talking to, I'm going to give it to them. I, I think that that as a fan of the of the brand, someone that actually has a weekly show, I, I think I earned the right to, uh, you know, to cheer them. But when 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 they make a mistake, jeer them. And I think that I think that's pretty fair to say. But then this week happened, and all I can tell you is that. I received an unbelievably amount of DMs. I've talked to a lot of friends privately, and the the community at large that knows about Xbox is excited beyond belief. But this is where it takes a bit of a turn for the better because people now who would normally not be bothered in, in the, the video game conversation have been talking about Xbox, and it's because... They have found a way to not only give us the most power with the Series X, but give us power and price with the Series S. I mean, outside of a GPU having to be downclocked, it's literally the same, same machine. It only has a smaller uh, SSD, which is half the size. But for what we have seen, and, and you know what, and I want to go right into it. I don't know how many people in the chat, and we have almost uh, 220 people already here, got a chance to check out the Jason Ronald video regarding the Series S yesterday. Uh, Boxer Bear, I want to go to you first on this, because obviously you had uh, you had already proclaimed that this is something you wanted to talk about in a big way. And I kind of want to just you know hand, hand ball off to you. How impressed were you? with not only the way Jason Ronald broke it down in, in a very understandable uh, way, but they showed a ton of what? Gameplay. Games running on the Series S that looked absolutely amazing. And it wasn't just one or two games. It was about eight of them. What are your oh, yeah. thoughts on how this video was presented? It was fantastic. It is exactly how you present a console. If you introduce a console, you show how it looks, you tell about the specs, then you tear it apart, and then you show games running on it. And what it was all in there. And I really like that they put Jason Ronald in front as the face of this of this console um, and the and the engineering behind it, because he's such an um, authentic, authentic um, guy. He's a great speaker, I'll tell you that. He does, he does, listen, Definitely. I'll tell you this right now, Boxer Bear. You see, you talking to you, you understand tech from a, from, from a level I don't. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm like a caveman. I want to sit in front of my TV, plug it in, and go. But the way Jason Ronald breaks it down is even someone who does not have a degree can easily understand everything he's talking about, and I think he did that in this video. Let, let me phrase Albert Einstein. He, he once said, if you can't explain the uh, theory of relativity to your carpenter, you have not understood it yourself. And that's what a good engineer can do. He can explain it to everyone. Um, and Jason is exactly that kind of guy. And 
but but getting away from from Jason, he is the, the the video, the presentation, the way how they introduce the series S is just fantastic. It's still for me unbelievable that they can pull this kind of power off in a two ninety nine um, euro dollar whatever um, uh, box. This is this is incredible. I mean, we get all the power all the benefits that come with the xbox series x and just scale the graphics down it's fantastic it's it and then they the the icing on the cake was the gameplay that they are so confident to show finally gameplay running on the next gen machines uh we're still waiting of course for the series x gameplay but i'm certain that this will come very soon and seeing that um that they that they tear that thing apart that they show how the games will look and they looked incredible they looked incredible um running on the series s it's just just awesome this is how you do marketing yeah it, it certainly is and you know what look there is there's a lot to be said about how we would like things to be uh, explained to us. Uh, one one of the biggest criticisms you just said it is that as as of as of this show, we have seen very little actual gameplay running on the Series X, right? But we know the system is powerful. We know that it's going to give us all the bells and whistles, and we know everything that they're going to show is going to look amazing. Now, when they're going to do that, I honestly I have no idea. But I can tell you this, maybe, maybe, just maybe, this has always been a part of the plan to, before you show everything running on the X, let's sh let's showcase the Series S. Now, again, folks, I, I, I have no idea if this is an accident, a happy accident, or something that was traditionally planned by the big brains that make the big bucks at Microsoft. But yesterday, just, let me just break down exactly what was shown, okay, on this on the on the the little brother of the Series X. They showed off AC Valhalla, Dirt Five, Outer Worlds, Minecraft Dungeons, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, Skate Three, uh, Yakuza Like a Dragon, Tetris Effect, and Gears Five running at 120 frames per second. And you can put an exclamation point at the end of this conversation because this wasn't just one or two games. They showed a shit ton. And it showed everything, if you looked right on the bottom, running on Series X, not final product. Series S, rather, not final product on everything. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. you know what? It looked pretty damn good to me. And I was watching on a 4K screen. I was thoroughly impressed. Zemi, I want to bring you into the conversation because this video, <clears throat> for the most part, didn't get as much fanfare as I believe it should have. I mean, there are people in the chat here saying, yeah, boom, you're right. It was a dope-ass video. I think, I, I mean, I, I put it out there on, on Twitter. I think more people need to put it out on, on Twitter. This was a fantastic breakdown of everything that they did for this console. A console, Zemi, that's only going to cost you $300 up front or $24 a month if you, by the way, use the, uh, the uh, Xbox All Access program, which we're going to get into right after this particular topic. What are, you, what are your thoughts on the video, dude? 
You know, I, I thought it was very, very, very well done. Um, and then I, I also wanted to touch on something like you mentioned how, you know, uh, it, you know, in some ways it kind of seems like a happy accident that this happened. Uh, but then in some ways it all, it also kind of seems planned that they wanted to show off the series S before. I think that this was definitely just a happy little accident that happened. I, I think that, um, this was completely unintentional for the series S to, to, to come out. And that yeah, video that we have tweet from Phil, pardon me if I jump in here. Have you seen the tweet from Phil? Mm -hmm. He tweeted out earlier that it was supposed to be shown next week. That was the plan and yeah. that they were caught off guard um, with yeah. the leak, but they did a fantastic job in his opinion. Well, it's um, a good thing that they had this video already made with, uh, what, what was his name again? Jordan? Jason Ronald. Jason Ronald. Jason Ronald. Yeah. And by the way, that, that man, his beard looks immaculate. Uh, I, I absolutely love his beard, but uh, <laughs> You know, just just like Archimedes said, I mean, just the way that he explained it uh, was was just so just just so basic for for all of us uh, for all of us you know people who have really very very limited knowledge of technology or how it works. The way he explained it was so so uh, so well, and um, I also like how he uh, communicated that. I believe he said that the Series S is four times more powerful than the One X. I believe. Yes. Yeah. Uh, which which is amazing. And, you know, just the value proposition that you're able to get this console for three hundred dollars or, you know, to pay, uh, you know, twenty four dollars uh, for uh, or twenty five dollars for twenty four months and also have Game Pass and Xbox Live and everything else included in that. The value proposition is just unheard of. I don't think that you could buy a graphics card, a GPU that could do 1440p and also do ray tracing for $300. I really don't think that you could even buy a graphics card that could do that. And the same way that you couldn't buy a graphics card that would be able to do 4k gaming, uh, 60 frames per second for, you know, $500, um, or, you know, so, you know, or 2080 for $500 with the series, uh, with the series X. Um, I, I think that their showing of this console was just really, really well. Uh, it's great that they had that uh, that promotional video already uh, ready to, to throw out on YouTube as soon as possible. And, you know, what, what really excites me about this console is, is, you know, really just the power of this console for the price. And, and you know, I, I really was uh, very shocked and amazed and excited whenever they mentioned Gears of War 5 running at 120 frames per second. Um, because I think frames per second is something that really goes over a lot of people's head. Uh, yeah. I think a lot of focus gets on resolution and a lot of focus is taken away from frames per second. But when gamers finally get to experience high frame rates in games, I think that it, it's, it's going to be a game changer for a lot of people. I think it's going to open uh, a lot of eyes to the importance of frame rate versus just resolution, uh, which I think is really, really exciting. for. Well, it's going to be really, really exciting for a lot of people. May, yeah. may I add something here? Sure. Um, the, a lot of people always say, ah, oh, we've been playing 30 FPS games for years. It's fine. Uh, I want the better. It's not fine. Reality. And it's not fine. And let me tell you, the <laughs> casual gamer market knows that 60 FPS is better. They don't know that it's the 60 FPS they like. But if you look at the most played games in the world, mm -hmm. like Fortnite, Call of Duty, FIFA, Madden, etc., they are all 60 frames per second. It's There is just something to it that feels good, that People like to play these games, and this is coming to basically every game now. And this is just amazing for three hundred bucks. This is insane. 
Yeah, yeah, it, it really is. You know, uh, Joe, I want to bring you into the conversation, but let me just catch up on some of these outstanding mm -hmm. super chats. And Sean Carpenter drops the first one. Sean, thank you so much for your support, my brother, and of course your generosity. He says this after dropping a five dollar super chat. This is exciting. Hoping that Xbox buys EA. Yeah, that's probably not going to happen. While they are at it, reboot modern uh, 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 Medal of Honor. Uh, modern, yeah, they, that would be kind of dope. I would like a new uh, Medal of Honor. Um, that's not VR. I'm going to get the VR one, but I think that would be dope. It says, make Battlefield a BC again and reboot Need for Speed Underground uh, early uh, era, early 2000s. Yeah, I, I liked, I still love the original Need for Speed Underground. I, th I think it's probably the best in the series, and they've had quite a few uh, come through since then, which is says a lot to be honest with you when you know when you look at the the launch title for the Xbox 360 being the best one uh we have Eagles fan 76 a very generous friend of the show he drops an outstanding fight out super chat and says hello everyone ready for the show just need to know what time pre-orders go live on the 22nd and what's the limit how we can order series X and S day one I think that it would behoove anyone that really that really wants these consoles is if you're gonna if you're going in person make sure you're there before your store opens up like me like i'm gonna do for gamestop or be up at midnight on amazon best buy target or any of these stores and keep refreshing until that that page goes live and then you can pre-order because i have a feeling folks it's going to sell out. I think it's going, both of them are going to sell out. The question is, what's going to sell more? I would say, not being a rocket scientist in the room, it's probably the Series S at $300. They're probably making more Series S's. Oh, there's no doubt about it. They yeah. absolutely are. Uh, Eagles fan drops another very generous $5 super chat and says, for many years, we have heard 1440p with high frame rate is a magic spot for gaming, and I'm getting the 299 secondary console. Wow. Yeah, I'm, I'm buying both. Um, Jose Cruz drops an outstanding $5 super sticker that says, how's it going? And how's it going there, my friend? Thank you so much. For your generosity, J Mo Money drops a $2 super chat and says, AC Valhalla, 60 FPS, I'm sold now. Yeah, we're going to talk about that. And our very good and generous friend of the show, Black Eye Dog, drops an outstanding $10 super sticker. Well, thank you so much for your generosity. But more importantly, Black Eye Dog, thanks for hanging out, man. Super appreciate it. Joe, listen, yeah. right now, Microsoft seems to be cruising uh, at a at warp speed, and like I said, an, a leak came. It, it it again, they must have been scrambling. But to be honest with you, and again, I didn't even know who Walking Cat was. I got hit up in the DM of people like, no, no, he's been around for years. That guy, I had no idea. Yeah. But how he got his hands on all of this marketing material is certainly a bit of a head scratcher, though. Privately, I'm happy he did it because we didn't have to wait anymore. Because quite frankly, I was getting a little tired of waiting. Yeah. And you know something, I have to, I have to uh, uh, applaud uh, Microsoft for doing what they did. What, what, what are your particular thoughts on the whole thing? How it went down, Joe? As coming from a marketing background like yourself. So, um, first, this might be the only thing I say this this podcast. I'm gonna miss you guys. So I'll say this. Uh, um. I'm of two minds, right? Part of me is like, yeah, like I'm right with you, boom. I am so relieved that, and, and credit to Brian Altano for saying this, 
it took a leaker to push this this information forward to Very stop true. the cat and mouse game of like just show us something already so yeah like on one part of me i'm like yeah thank god this hybrid walking cat person is it leaked it <laughs> on the other hand as the pr person in the room i know how long that that message took that and and with the certain world situations that we're in right now that that was at least six or seven months of hard work out the gosh dang door yeah um and, and you do feel bad for these people man you do that that's this. yeah that's 60 80 hour work weeks just out the window but at the same exact time, the PR team at Xbox needs needs to win some type of award because, honest to goodness, this has been a roller coaster uh, year for Microsoft, right? Like they were doing so well in the beginning half, then the whole Halo situation happened, things got a little shaky, but they've always been they've always been on top of things with messaging this year for the most part, and this one is them at i think the best they've ever been in terms of getting out there owning the message even look starting at three o'clock in the morning yes stating like yeah this thing's real and then giving this terrific video that i really liked showcasing the series s because as you all know i'm i i I'm still not 100% on board buying an Xbox A1 because my financial situation. But if my financial situation improves by November, um, I'll be definitely picking up the Series S as a secondary console because that's what I want. And I think what Xbox has started to deliver on is the value proposition. Look, we got this $500 console. That's cute and all. Look at what you get for $299 right xbox all access then you got ea play uh coming to game pass and now all they need to show because they've given you the low sticker count all they need to show you now is the games that are going to be playing on it and we saw a fraction of that right in that video now you have a month and a half to just bombard us with information on these next gen games and how they're going to take advantage of this hardware so Overall, this is a fantastic week if you're an Xbox fan. It feels like the oxygen is back in the room after yeah. the Halo controversy. Yeah. And that's what I really, really, I love to see everybody championing this console, even though how weird it is. Uh, yeah. Even me, you know, it's, it's awesome. Well, I, I will say this, uh, and I know a lot of people, uh, and we, we're not really going to cover so much on it with the, the look of it, but if you're a fan of the Xbox Pope, and quite frankly, who's not a fan of that man? Yeah. If you go follow, follow him on Twitter if you're not following him. Obviously, his store is about to open, so he's going to sell his his controllers. We already know that. he uh, This particular program uh, is, a, uh, is a supporter uh, he, uh, of his work, and we're going to be doing commercials once the store goes live. Um, and, uh, he did what well, he did a, a mock-up of, uh, cyberpunk 2077 and my God, my God, it looked awesome. And he's going to make me broke because if he can put one of those out there, I will buy one and send one to him to paint the way, yeah. it, the way that, because it looked, man. I mean, Joe, you said it yourself. It looked mouthwatering good. I mean, um, but uh, you know what? Let's uh, let's bring VJ into the conversation as we close out this particular small topic in the bytes and bits section of the podcast. VJ, okay, you you, you heard everyone's opinion about the marketing and the way that mar their, their Microsoft's marketing team pivoted. 
uh, is probably going to be looked upon as uh, not a saving grace, but man, talk about a champion of justice. Talk about of uh, of reacting so quick to what could have easily been a disaster. What what are your thoughts on how everything transpired? Um, just before I talk about the uh, Jason Ronald uh, video, and I think this is important, and we've touched on it, so I'll try and consolidate everything. I thought the Series S reveal trailer was very good compared to uh, the Series X and the PS5 hardware reveal trailers. Mm-hmm. I've watched it several times, just like you, Boom. Um, that in itself is a sure sign of a well-produced video. The Series X videos were okay in the sense that they were abstract reveals and we've had the exploding 3D views and all that, but we've seen that all before. Whilst they all do a job, it kind of, to a a point, starts to feel stale and and more importantly, stops to challenge people's imaginations. Um, There was nothing wrong with the Sony's trailer, but per se, but it was a little languid for my taste. And then now we've got the uh, Series X uh, announcement trailer this week, and it had all the necessary ingredients for a modern-day trailer. It was sharp, uh, logical, and succinct from from where I was sitting, and it had a dash or a sprinkle of (laughs) Game game Pass thrown in. Uh, And and with that little dash, it became like a, a very powerful and informative and enticing video. And to crown it all off, what are the two other important things that we keep harping on about? We got a release date and we got the RRP. It was um, it was almost like a different company and proposition entering the fray. If I didn't know Microsoft, Sony, or you know, and someone asked me to guess, I said, "Oh, is it Stadia?" I have no idea. It was just a complete 180 in terms of what they've been trying to do. Xbox, just on this video, continues, in my opinion, continues to learn, adapt, and improve, uh, especially on on some of the conceived mishaps that it's had throughout the year. And I'm and I for one really pleased. But I want to just talk briefly about the Jason Ronald video, if that's okay, Boom. Sure, well, go ahead, man. So this is an all. This was like um, kind of an all important foundational video, which kind of for me personally amplified and complemented the announcement trailer. It, uh, it served as like um, like a perfect layman's term. As you know, I'm not I'm not very technical. I'm like you, boom. I'm probably worse than you. It was served as like a, a as a perfect uh, layman's guide to the Xbox Series S's anatomy and anatomy and functionality. I'm far more impressed with how uh, Xbox has handled the S compared to how I think and uh, perceive the the Xbox Series X in terms of my perception that they've kind of fumbled it over the last several months. Uh, Jason gave a really good technical overview of the system, as, as um, Archimedes explained, uh, its architecture and its qualities in its own right, but also in comparison to its bigger brother, which I thought was really, really smart. Um, games were shown uh, uh, running on the Series S specifically, which was another tick in the box. And, and just like you, Boom, for me, from my point of view, it looked fantastic so far. Right. Um, I always have to caveat these things, boom, you know, because sometimes people just come at you <laughs> to start yeah, saying makes sense. And, makes to, sense. and to and to round it uh, all off, um, um, which I think was also important that we had another video, which was the all access video, uh, which we were talking about last week. And like, why don't they talk about it? Right. And um, what was interesting is that we had another video which said, hey, by the way, you've seen the X, you've seen the S. 
you know what they're all about, and hey, you know what, we've got some fantastic options for you to be able to go and get one this uh, with uh, uh, this this um, these these in these upcoming holidays from uh, from a breadth of retailers. Because I, I checked their website, and um, I know that um, is it is it GameStop or someone? Oh no, yep. Best right and then and then they've got several uh, other retailers coming online including microsoft because i saw a little microsoft banner yeah, there. They, they added they added about seven of them every possible retail that you shop at ha- will be offering uh, xbox all access it's it, it's it's quite frankly we're going to get into that uh in the second half i'll, of, of I'll the just show. finish off sorry boom if you, if you don't mind so yeah. with me the spotlight has been placed on the series s as a great value and technically capable option even though the X is coveted by consumers, um, I've got a bit more, bit more to say, but I know that times are constraints. So let's let's carry on. Yeah, no, no I mean, I mean, listen, you, you obviously feel free to speak away. I mean, there there really is no time limit per se, uh, you know, per topic. If you if you got more to add to uh, your your point, by all means, go ahead. Uh, no, 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 that's okay, Boom. We're we, we're good. I mean, I. I just thought it was pretty audacious that Xbox <laughs> announced the Series S and much more during this week of the PlayStation's 25th anniversary. And I've heard what Zemi uh, Boxenberger and everybody's had to say, but from where I'm sitting, it was uh, pretty much Phil and his team sitting there saying, you know, target acquired and a direct hit, you know, despite uh, Phil's cheeky tweet to the contrary. It was yeah. definitely not week that phil had to act upon uh, you know because it released a week early i mean if you believe that then i, I don't know I, I don't know what to say but that's not that, that by, by no means do i mean any disrespect by that no 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 i mean listen i, I i'll say this um I, I don't know what happened i know that since last week we have heard that sony was going to make a big announcement and and and, and we and by the way this was this was not announced by sony but it was announced by game in the uk who said, "Yeah, yeah, no, the the, the 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 announcement of the of the price and the and the the pre-order and, and the release date's coming," they, they, and they re- retracted their tweet or redacted, if you will. Um, and uh, again, call it whatever you want to call it. So if Phil said, "You know, yeah, we had a leak; it was bad. We we're supposed to go next next week," and and they handled it. They handled it like champions. And this week is going to go down in gaming history as one of the biggest weeks for Xbox because of again a stumble or fumble or a mishandling uh, happened and somehow they were able to manage it in a way that they made a positive out of a negative in a big way. And uh, you know what, before we move on to the next topic, let me catch up on some of the super chats. And then I want to kind of just uh, bring something up uh, to the community. Uh, Kirby O. Louise drops a very generous $10 super chat. Thank you, Kirby, for being here. But more importantly, thank you for your generosity they say everything should have a 60 FPS mode, and I agree. Even in the Switch hacking community, 60 FPS patches and overclocking are our most popular mods. I didn't even know that it existed, to be honest with you. Even those with the least powerful systems like and want 60 FPS, 60 FPS is a must. And I, you know what? I Listen, I've been told this numerous times, especially by my brother, um, uh, Cognito and Forte, they're like, listen, when you play Destiny in 60 frames per second, you will never go back to playing it at 30. I cannot wait to experience that with the Series X at this launch um, in November. Because obviously the new expansion is launching the same day as the Series X and the S, which is going to be great. Uh, Sin Vendetta drops a very generous 
$5 super chat. And you know, Sin Vendetta, he's one of our most generous uh, uh, community members. He says, uh, oh, here we go. Uh, <laughs> HP trivia for Zemi. Yeah. What, what was the password? Oh, come on. I just lost it for the love of Joe. This is good. I, I love these trivia things that come up. And he said, <laughs> what, was, what was the password to enter uh, Gryffindor, the tower, after the Christmas holiday uh, in Harry, Ron, and Hermione's sixth year? <laughs> do, do you know that, sir? I, I do. I do. Uh, and Sen, you could have not picked a worse question because I am currently reading uh, the Half-Blood Prince right now. And I actually read that chapter when uh, Harry uh, comes back to Hogwarts after Christmas break. I actually read that chapter within like the last week. So the password I'm pretty sure is abstinence. And it's actually a really funny password because uh, during that holiday break, the fat lady uh, got extremely drunk off of mold wine. Uh, over the Christmas holiday. So just for the you know password being abstinence is just really, really funny. So that's the password. Well, there you sure go. Right. Well, I mean, listen, again, Harry Potter time. We take 30 seconds every show to talk about Harry Potter. And I <laughs> yeah. think, think Zemi's okay with that. Um, Sikio Yumi, who not only just recently became a, a, a channel member, drops an outstanding $2 super chat and says, Dear haters, the, e, uh, the, the, uh, the UE5 PS5 demo was running at 1440p. Yes, mm -hmm. it was. J FYI, um, mm -hmm. we have Smuzz246, who drops an outstanding, very generous $10 super chat. Says, hey, Bowman panel, wish I could stay, but we're in a bit of a crisis in Oregon with the fires only miles from large cities, including mine. Can't wait to listen to uh, listen later. West Coast gamers need good news. Yeah, dude, well, listen, be safe, man, because dude, those yeah, be safe. Those wildfires in California, folks, I've seen some video from some of the sheriffs that have been out there, and it looks like a movie. Like, they're on a different planet. The sky is logistically red. Like, I couldn't believe what I was seeing. So if you are on the West Coast, and I know that, of course, VJ is, certainly be careful and, uh, you know, obviously help your neighbors, man, because obviously it's it's important to uh, more now than ever to, to help one another. Black Eyed Dog shows his generosity once again, and he says, after dropping $2 of a super chat, he says, I have pre-order anxiety. You know what? You're not the only one. That's an actual thing, folks. Uh, and Nesto Martinez drops a very generous $2 super chat and says, looking forward to a great show. Hit the like button. Well, thank you certainly for the uh, compliment, but more importantly, thank you for being here. And it says uh, we have uh, Wakanda Xbox News today. Drops an outstanding $5 super chat and says, yo, VJ, I agree. Sometimes we need to say it as we see it. And I agree. I think if you're going to be, uh, if, you, if you're going to be in this community, you got, you got to speak to speak. If so, so to, um, you know, and just be, and be truthful, even if it's, it's not, what you want to hear. Sometimes you got to hear the truth, but listen real quick, folks. I want to give a big shout out to Xbox Reddit news on both obviously Reddit and of course on Twitter. Now this is, they're relatively new. I've been in contact with them since they started. They had, uh, we've been speaking almost on a daily basis. And I, I got to tell you this. I, I normally am not the first one to run to Reddit simply because it's packed with trolls, it's packed with negativity, and usually packed with lies. Uh, but this particular uh, brand of uh, Xbox Reddit is something that I can definitely get behind because the team here is dropping news on a daily basis. They, they, they went out of their way 
and they covered what has been going on uh, fantastic, if I may say so. So if you're interested and you want to get to Reddit, if you want to be a part of Reddit, and if you want to find someone you can trust, Xbox News on Reddit is someone that I personally go to. And I definitely would suggest that you can give them a look, check out their work. There's no toxicness. Uh, and they and they ban people who bring that kind of shenanigans on. And I'm glad to see that they're very aggressive about that. So, yeah, if you're interested in um, particularly Reddit, uh, <laughs> I give, give these give these these fine folks a follow on Twitter uh, and uh, tell them Boomstick sent you. But you know what? Let, let, let's uh, let's bring up a little bit of news that came up. And this is a small little bit. I want to get everyone's opinion. Here is the official box art. For the Series X, uh, this was posted this morning. I figured I would take a snapshot of it. I got to tell you, man, this is, I know it's just a piece of cardboard, folks, but this is kind of dope. I'm not going to lie. Um, I know I know that we're, we're about to lose Mr. Badbit for yeah, a little bit because he has to step out. Mr. Badbit, what do you think of the box art? I mean, again, not the biggest part of today's show, but you no, know, just fun to talk about for a second. Yeah, it's fun. <laughs> I'm like, dude. You know what I do with the boxes? And, and, and here's a question I, I I give to you guys. I put them I, in storage. I'm sorry, I don't get rid of okay. them. Yeah, I don't get rid of them either because, like, what if they break? And I like, I always get the warranty on things. So like, <laughs> I want the box there, so I keep the receipt in the box, Very so nice. I don't lose the receipt. I put it in a storage space somewhere, secret location, so y'all don't steal it. <laughs> and uh, and then like yeah like if if the warranty's up and god forbid something happens to it yeah i just put it in there or even it, like when i'm trading it back in right like i always have the box laying laying with me but it's a nice box i guess you know it's it's uh it's got things on it and it's cool and with that gang uh again once again an amazing show hopefully i'll come back by the tail end of it but uh everybody i love you all very much follow mr Badbit on twitter and all that jazz so uh see y'all yeah, well, we love you too, Joe. Uh, Let's see you, bro. Pop back in, uh, pop back in. but uh, um, Zemi again, mm-hmm. not a big topic. Fun, you know, fun, just fun for shits and giggles. I mean, the bar, b- box art is nice, but I love the fact that the top of the Xbox is like right in your face. Yeah, yeah. No, this is a huge topic because you know packaging is always important. Boom, it's always important. I mean, this is going to be the first thing that a consumer is probably going to see whenever they look up an Xbox on any like online website to purchase one, right? So, I mean, it, it it is a big deal, right? Like how they how they're going around with the packaging. And I have to say, I actually really, really love this package. Uh, just like the top of the Xbox, just right up in your face. You can see, you know, the, uh, the green gradient, I guess, from like, from the top of the fan. Yes. Um, one thing I don't necessarily like because it's kind of misleading, I think, or it will be misleading to a lot of consumers or at least just how they're thinking. A lot of consumers are going to look at this and they're going to think that that is RGB. And that is going to drive a lot of sales, I think, right? Like that's going to capture a lot of interest because like they're going to be like, oh, that looks so cool. It looks like RGB or something, right? Yeah. Uh, and of course, it's not going to be RGB. So, you know, in, in a way, I, th- I think that some consumers might be misled to thinking that this console has RGB, but it just looks cool regardless of, you know, if it has, you know, uh, lighting inside or if it doesn't, it still looks cool. Uh, but I think from, you know, packaging standpoint, I think that this is a really, really cool box. Uh, I'm definitely going to keep it probably maybe try to 
have a shelf that's big enough to put it on. And, and um, this is this is a displayable it, box, folks. No, yeah. absolutely. I mean, it 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 it's everything that you it's everything that you want in a box and more. If anything, I would have probably made 4K 120 frames per second bigger. I would have made that uh, textography as big as uh one the terabyte, one terabyte SSD. SSD. Yeah, 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 that that is that is my only complaint. That's what I would have done. But overall, I think the box looks incredible. It serves its purpose. It it really drags the eye because you know you do have that green right uh it, it it just it looks really really good yeah yeah no i absolutely agree real quick while you're while i have you on the line it says sin vendetta drops another five dollars super chat and says this bad luck for me zemi but great on great job on being correct it was definitely accident so you got it right brother thank you good stuff thank god i've been reading uh <laughs> that chapter uh thank god i've been reading the half blood prince and more specifically thank god i've read that chapter within the like the last week that's good i would have not remembered that oh my goodness well fun speculation drops a very generous two dollar super chat and says boom with the top tier panel today series xbox yes it, it's, it's uh, i mean listen thank you much, so much for being here dude but thank you for your generosity and of course i'll go to archimedes next one it's archimedes the box, like Zemi was saying, is important because when this is sitting on a shelf, people are going to gravitate to it because it, I mean, the, the console is like right in your face, right? I mean, it is very exciting. And I know it's just a stupid box, but man, whoever designed this, give that person a raise. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I like it. Um, I mean, it's, it's sometimes hard for me to judge because... I really don't care about the box. It's well, you, I, you, I, you I mean, obviously I mean, listen, you, you you like us and everyone that's in this channel, nearly 450 people here want what's inside. Exactly. I've got to box. take that box, store it in my in my garage in case <laughs> I have to uh, send it in for warranty reasons <laughs> and after two years it's gone. So but um no, I like the design. Um everything is um is pretty highlighted. Um it looks powerful, it looks big. Yeah, I like that they didn't put the the whole console in on, on, on the on the main face in the front. Yeah. This this way it just looks big and impressive, and that's what it needs to do. Yeah, no, I I absolutely agree. And VJ, again, not the biggest topic of today. We're gonna get into some of the big ones in a yeah. minute. Uh, what are your thoughts on the the artwork on the box? <laughs> it's a little ostentatious for my liking, but to really be quite honest with you, as long as there's not a PS5 inside, I'll I'll be happy. <laughs> well, I don't think there's going to be a PS5 unless you got duped. Uh, for sure. All jokes aside, a PS5 would not fit in this particular box. I can only imagine what the box <laughs> for the PlayStation 5 is going to look like. You might need to get uh, one of those uh, crate carriers to bring a wooden crate. Otherwise, you probably need a forklift, right? <laughs> Who knows at this point? But listen, folks, what what I what I want to do is I want to talk about Xbox Game Pass. Because one of the biggest stories, one of the most unbelievable additions. Now, we, we had heard rumors of this, but we had no confirmation. And like, like many of the rumors, it died down very quickly. And yesterday, uh, there was a dual announcement from both uh, Microsoft and EA where they confirmed that... Uh, EA Play, or you know, formerly known as EA Access, was being added to the to Xbox Game Pass at no additional charge. And listen, look, the, here, here's the thing, folks. 
you know, we talk about, and I know that Zemi has used this word uh, many, many times on this show, value proposition. And I don't think that we can go on any further without stressing the fact that, you know, again, you don't have to be a Rhodes Scholar to understand that the financials for some people have been nothing short of life-changing in 2020, right? Again, we're not going to get into why. We all know why it's happened. We We all know why it continues to happen. But like the world, it continues to turn. And so does business continue to just be businesses. That's the way it is. Gaming is always going to continue to push push through. More specifically, now more than ever, because a lot of people are stuck at home. And gaming has become one of the most profitable industries during a pandemic because people are buying more because you're staying home. And Xbox Game Pass, for its since its inception, has always been, um, at least for me, a bright spot to gaming because in its early infancy, it was scoffed upon by many people in this community, including OPS, by the way, the gaming media. They said they, they, this couldn't work. As a matter of fact, I won't mention names, but you know who I'm talking about. This was uh, a, you know, a program that was going to doom Xbox. It was going to make their games irrelevant. It was and never was. These, these are some of the terms that we heard from several podcasters as well as some big gaming uh media uh personalities well guess what they were all fucking wrong because not only for 15 dollars a month do you get xbox game pass which currently has 200 plus games you're getting first party games day and date you're potentially getting second party and third party games day and date you're also getting Xbox Live, and uh, which was a part of, the, of this program. Oh, PS, by the way, you're also going to be able to take your games on the go and use this service to use Project X Cloud. And somehow or another, and I don't know what magic they use to get this done, but EA Access or EA Play now is a part of this at no additional charge. So just, just think about this for a second, folks, okay? We talked about how a $300 console with the power that the Series S has, it's only lacking in the SSD size, and of course, the GPU is going to be downclocked. Other than that, all the other bells and whistles it has. So if you are someone walking in to the Xbox ecosystem, let's say you're, you were there for the 360 and you left, and now you think, well, $300, man, I, I can't pass it up. I can get back into it. You're going to logistically walk home with your $300 console on November 10th, and you are going to be immediately. You're talking about you were talking about the ultimate pack-in. Remember, if you're an older gamer like me, we used to we used to pray that a new system came with like a Super Mario World or a Super Mario and a Duck Hunt, right? Or an altered beast for the Genesis, right? That that's we we all look forward to these pack-in games. Well, packing games haven't come in a very, very long time. Microsoft has found a way through Xbox Game Pass to give us the ultimate packing, especially if you're someone that's new to the ecosystem. And I think we're going to get a lot of new players this holiday simply because they're making it very easy to get into this ecosystem. So if you are someone that's buying the system for the first time, 
You're walking home with your console for $300. It is probably more, it's probably worth more than double that if you tried to build a PC to run what you could run on this console, potentially three times that amount. And you're going to get nearly 100 games in EA Access in the vault. And you're going to get over 100, over, over 200 games from Xbox from them. I mean, <laughs> Talk about an unbelievable value proposition. Zemi, I want to go to you first on this. Yeah. First of all, how shocked were you to hear that EA has teamed up and added their service to Xbox Game Pass? But more importantly, does this really throw a stake in the line, a stake in the sand about how Microsoft has done something never before done in gaming? And Xbox Game Pass is the ultimate value. Xbox Game Pass is the ultimate value. And boom, I'm going to start charging you if you keep using my words, value proposition. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm going to have to charge you. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> that, word, that word's free for everyone. I, I don't pat, I, I haven't patented any of those words. Uh, I don't think you could patent that. Anyway, um, <laughs> that, would, that would be a conversation for a lawyer, wouldn't it? Um, no, but I mean... This this is incredible. Was I shocked whenever I heard this? Eh, you know, not really. Um, you know, because we've 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 seen Xbox do similar ish things with this, where you know, um, if you're subscribed or when you subscribe to Xbox uh, Game Pass Ultimate, you get six months of Spotify or three months of uh, Discord Nitro. So we've kind of seen some of this, not to this extent, of course. Uh, so it's not super, super shocking. I think it makes a lot of sense for EA. I think it makes a lot of sense for Xbox. Um, makes a lot of sense for gamers. It makes a lot of sense for everyone. Um, and 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 I think a few weeks ago, I actually, in, in some ways, kind of communicated this idea. And, you know, what excites me the most about Game Pass is, of, of course, is the value proposition, is, of course, being able to play 200-plus games for, uh, I think it's actually like 246 games now for $10 a month. I mean, that is exciting. But what really, really gets me excited is the future of Game Pass, where Game Pass is heading, how, you know, how it's going to change, because we, we're still in the early days of, of, of Game Pass, right? There's still so much more that they could do with this service to add more value to consumers. And this right here is just a prime example of, of kind of what I was referring to, adding EA, um, EA Play to Game Pass, I mean, that's huge, right? I mean, that's just another reason. I mean, did you really even need a reason or another reason to subscribe to Game Pass at this point? But, you know, if you did, right, here's another reason, right? Um, it, it, it's tremendous value. I, I, I mean, um, now I, I will say this. Uh, apparently, a, some, of the, some, some things kind of got lost in communication. So EA titles are not going to be on Game Pass, but being subscribed to Xbox Game Pass Ultimate allows you to download the EA Play app and use that for free. Uh, I, I just wanted to add that in as well because I think uh, a lot of people were kind of getting confused online, um, you know, on online forums and stuff that I was reading. Uh, but overall, I mean, it's incredible, incredible value. I would be interested to know how much Xbox is actually paying ea for this are, are they paying maybe just a dollar uh for, for you know like every single xbox uh you know uh game pass ultimate and uh game pass for pc subscriber uh is, you know, like they're paying a dollar out or 50 cents out or whatever uh, i would be really interested to know like the actual numbers behind this of how much money ea is actually making on this that would actually really interest me but well, um 
So to, to, to be fair, the, the one thing, I mean, I've had EA access since it, uh, since its inception and, yeah. you know, $30 a, a, a year is not, it, a it, lot yeah, it's, it's, it's very, very, very uh, affordable. You know, you, you, you do save 10% on, on, on their games, on the DLC, which is nice. You do sure. get to play the, you know, the, the, the games five days earlier, you know, you get a 10 hour trial, which is super cool. Yep. Um, but I'll say this. This being added is is a is a much bigger deal when you look at the package in total for fifteen dollars a month. I mean, again, it it, it, the compared to some of your other services that you pay for, how they can figure out a way to still make all of this profitable is is it's crazy. And again, during you know. When, when you look at how they're going to how how they went about this with offering this much for fifteen dollars a month on top of a, a, a the cheapest next generation console ever, the only thing that comes close to this is when the Xbox three hundred and sixty came out. Remember, they had the one that came that with without the hard drive. But what you're getting for two hundred and ninety nine dollars is bananas, and I and I think that. It is not only going to fly off the shelf, but people are definitely going to be able to jump on this particular program. And again, folks, we don't know how much Game Pass uh, is coming with every box. We've heard for quite some time that it's going to be three months. They're, pa- they're packing in a card for three months. It could, be, and again, we could be wrong, but it would make good sense for Microsoft because they're going to get people in an ecosystem, and most people are not going to want to leave because of this value. Uh, uh, Box of Bear, you know, w- w- one of the things I think that I've read, and I think that you will agree with me that you might have seen this as well, is people who have kids is uh, I- I've read and I've got DMs from a ton of people that are like, yeah, I'm buying the X for myself, but I'm buying the S for my kids. And the fact that they're going to be able to sell that system at $300, I think they're going to sell more. But the fact that they figured out a way to make game pass even more valuable during a time when people don't have a lot of money it, i mean again microsoft would not want the world to go into chaos i don't think anyone would i just think that they happen to quote unquote step in it if you will and all of their plans this is stuff that's been in the works for quite some time this didn't just happen so it just is all working out that they're going to be the best value in gaming moving forward how important or how big of a deal do you think ea access being added to game passes oh when you think it can't get any better they find a way yeah it's really amazing um i mean ea still has some of the biggest games out there all the sports games basically yeah uh fifa madden etc then you have games like battlefield they have the star wars ip um there is so much value in in the EA IPs and brands and, and games and that those games coming to Game Pass this is just just the icing on the cake of of this already yeah. incredible value and um, yeah I think it, uh, you touched on this earlier how could they uh, convince them to do that I think EA access the probably the subscriber numbers went down significantly. I, I quit my EA Access subscription after I got Game Pass. Yeah? And I know, I know a lot of other guys did that too. So um, I think it's a win-win situation here, to be honest. Um, 
EA Access is not that the games come in day and date. Yeah, they always come out, uh, come in that program six months, twelve months, sometimes even eighteen months after after the launch. And um, it was a good idea. I mean, EA Access was the first subscription service we had on consoles um, ever. It was a, it was a great idea. It it the value was just not as good as it is with, with Game Pass. But adding that to the Game Pass uh, subscription is incredible and the, the first thing that came to my mind if you look at it how good of a of of buddies ubisoft and microsoft are at the moment um, and the ubisoft event uh, later this evening um is kicking off uh, it would be fantastic if they uh, do the same with Uplay and add Uplay as well into the Game Pass subscription. Don't Man. know if that's going to happen. Just speculation here on my part. It, it, it's 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 certainly worth a conversation. I can tell you that. <laughs> is Uplay on Xbox? No, Uplay Uplay is at the moment only on PC. On, on PC, that's Beyond. what I was thinking. Yeah. 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 Uh, apparently, it's not not going too well. What what I heard last um, uh, on PC, um, but adding that to Game Pass, and even if it's just Game Pass PC, the the, the PC version of Game Pass, we're, that would we're be get into a speculation. Now that you said that, yeah, we have a topic. We're talking about launch games coming with uh, the, to, to the Series X and S. And yeah. because of what you just said, I, I'm going to add some more fire to this, uh, more, more fuel to this fire, because I, I have some theories, and uh, I think that this could ignite the community in a way. I mean, we're already all excited, uh, jumping out of our shoes. If this does, if what I'm thinking happens, my God, look out. That's all I'm going to say. We'll, we'll get to that in a second. <laughs> well, also, I wanted to add something to, to Archimedes' point as well. Uh, Archimedes, also, EA Access does allow you to play select titles coming out that, like, just recently, like, released, like, uh, for, I think, up to 10 hours. You 10 get hours. to try, yeah, you get to try the game uh, for free before actually buying. That's another thing, or, uh, I guess, value proposition that uh, EA Access uh, puts out there for their, uh, for their you know, users and your achievements and your mm -hmm. and your progress stay. You, yeah. You, so yeah. You, don't, you don't lose any of that, which is kind of dope. Yeah, absolutely. And um, especially for me, I'm, I'm not the biggest fan of sports games or so, but I have a lot of casual gamer buddies. Now, <laughs> yeah. come, you you got to be a fan of FIFA, right? Nah, come on, really, you're German. I, I I play everything. I really I play everything, but I for the love of God, I cannot get into sports games. Not even FIFA. It's they are just not for me. I love FIFA. <laughs> That's cool. But I, I get it. We have we have a lot of uh, I have a lot of friends um, that are really just playing basically FIFA either on the Xbox or uh, most of them on the Playstations. And uh, I get invited so many times that I really suck. And this gives gives me, of course, a, a good chance to 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 increase my FIFA skills. I also, for instance, I'm not the biggest multiplayer fan of Battlefield, but I'll always love to play the campaigns. This mm -hmm. is a great way to do it. And yeah. so on. So now this value in Game Pass, it's it's such such a fantastic news. Um, and Microsoft is really over-delivering with the value proposition that is Game Pass at the moment. This is incredible. Yeah, I mean, listen, it's it gives you the ability to play, like for instance, Battlefield. You know what I'm saying? I, I never played the the I never well, I never I never bought the last Battlefield because I really wanted modern, but I have the single player campaign. I can play it anytime I want, 
and I don't have to buy because it it's in EA Access, which is which is which is crazy. And again, yeah. there's a lot of games in the vault we don't we, you know that that if you might have missed. You know, a, a perfect example of some of the smaller games, the 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 uh, the ones, the Yarny, the, the the little character, Unravel. That, well, I mean, also, also, I mean, everyone go play those games. They are amazing. I they're, mean, they're it's amazing. also an, like an RPG lover's wet dream in there as well, because there there's uh, Dragon Age, uh, yeah. there's Mass Effect and all that. You know what I mean? So, like, there's a lot of really good RPGs in that vault as well. Yeah, no, absolutely. And if and if you missed out, I mean, be surprised. Some people did miss out on Dragon yep. Age. Some people did miss out on Mass Effect. If you did, it's there to play. And, and if you're playing it on the X, it's upresed and it looked great. Um, VJ, I, I want your opinion on this because obviously we are we we've talked about Xbox Game Pass numerous times in this program, and yep. we we are talking about it again simply because EA Access or EA Play has now joined for no additional cost to the player, which again it's just it is a bit of a head scratcher how they continue to do this. And like I said, like Archimedes just said momentarily, there is a a, a, a you play forward event. And uh, and uh, and their version, their, their version of EA Play is not doing good, and they are buddy buddy with Microsoft, so it could be something else that maybe is announced tonight. Again, we'll, we'll talk about it in a second. But with EA Play going in there to what already is the most is is the ultimate deal. When, when they say Game Pass Ultimate, they really mean it. But now, holy cow, what are your thoughts? And what what did you think when you when you heard this? Um, you know, I'm always a little cautious, boom, when it comes to this sort of stuff. And uh, so I just like try, I know you can get caught up in the moment and attached to it. So I, I don't know why, but the specific moment when I caught the news, my mind for some reason just stepped back and I was just analyzing it. So I saw some good, some bad and what we need to watch out for. I'm not saying that I'm right, but it's just some, I've just got some various comments that I think just might let people have a, have a more wider opinion in terms of what they think. So um, credit where credit is due. I think the first time that I heard about EA Play and that it should potentially be reversed back into Game Pass. I think it was on this very, very show, maybe on my first or second podcast. And um, if you subscribe to, I was having a look at the EA website. So if you subscribe annually to EA Play, it's like $2.50 a month, right? Something like that. And um, so I'm with Zemi. I'd like to know, but I'm assuming that the cost to Xbox must be conceivably, if not considerably less per user. However, yeah. However, they've constructed that deal. So, and then you've got, sorry, did you want to say something? Well, I do. I, I did want to say that. Because, well, uh, you know, like uh, I think Archimedes also asked the question, I wonder how they got this, right? Um, I, I think a lot of it comes off of, you know, Game Pass's just overall success and the amount of subscribers that Game Pass has. So, right. So like, let's just say hypothetically, Xbox was paying 50 cents per month to EA for every subscribe, every Xbox, you know, ultimate <laughs> Or, uh, or 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 Xbox Game Pass for PC subscriber. That is a huge chunk of change. I mean, I understand it's only fifty cents, but so you know, that's a, that's a lot of money for EA, especially if they didn't have that much, you know, that that many users to begin with, right? You got a good point there because when I try to look on on, and I'll finish off my point in a second, but I try to find. Um, we know roughly how many Game Pass um, subscribers are on. Fifteen million, we know. Fifteen million. Yeah. I was going to say, boom, if nobody really knows, just ask boom. Anyway, um, so, but I couldn't find a number for EA Play. Now, I don't know sure. if I was looking in the wrong place, but I couldn't find that number. So that does dovetail into what uh, Zemi's saying. But um, So we don't know what the 
breakdown of so but i want to focus on game pass so i don't know the breakdown of game pass subscribers between console pc and ultimate um and but whichever way you look at it console only subscribers are going to be tempted if not totally convinced now to pay the additional five dollars right and upgrade to game pass ultimate so there's a, a nice little revenue bump for xbox that they will definitely have factored into the plan I, I don't know to what degree but these are just things that we should be thinking about straight off the bat um and um, as Mr. Badbit would say, I know he's not here, but real talk here. <laughs> I always like his catchphrases. Mm. But uh, I was I was speaking um, to a gentleman yesterday on a podcast. I think his name is Removable Sanity, and a very nice chap. And uh, we got talking about the uh, visible 180, um, <clears throat> 180 that Xbox has made, but also not forgetting what's gone before, right? So previously with the Xbox One system, it was, it was a costly system. Um, it arguably didn't deliver uh, on its promises or enough games um it didn't compete with its rival in fact it was totally outmaneuvered and, and agree step in if you disagree with anything for me xbox ran away <clears throat> and didn't live up to its promises of uh, effectively eroding its brand and customer loyalty so gamers were bitten and i for one have a long memory so i'm watching xbox um pretty closely <clears throat> to, to ensure that we're not taken for a ride again uh, xbox are spending a lot of money, we, we know that, right, to get everyone back on side and to add more consumers uh, back into the Xbox ecosystem via hardware sales, Game Pass, and xCloud, which, which I know we've, we've just been talking about. But even though we as consumers um, we, we in, and see what Microsoft are doing, we are the ones that are investing and end up paying for everything that Xbox does. And from what I see so far, they're, they're doing a bang-up job, except for Halo, right? We know that. Let's just let's just get it out there. So I've also noticed a cheeky price difference between the One S and the Series S. Both systems are were or are at two nine nine retail, but this, for the Series S, you end up paying another forty eight dollars over the two years uh, more than you would do if you was buying an S uh, via the All Access program. So at some point, Game Pass will go up in price, just like Netflix. And we've discussed this before on this channel, very channel as well, that it's gone up like 60-odd percent over the several years. So, And I've already drafted Phil's press release right for that inevitable day. But I, saying that, it may very well be justified, given, um, given what it is that they're giving us in return. So overall, everything seemed really fine and dandy at the Emerald City, but we should just be aware, and that's why I'm grateful for shows like this, where you can give your honest opinion and you can discuss all kinds of tonics. Uh, oh, sorry, oh, sorry, I'm thinking of vodka tonics. So, uh, sorry, all kinds of topics. It's extremely fun and uh, really appreciated. Well, I mean, listen, that, I mean, this is a conversational podcast. You know, and obviously everyone's opinion is valid regardless of whether or not we agree or disagree. But I, I, I can tell you this. I, I'm not too concerned about what Microsoft's plans are, are for the future. And even if even if Game Pass did go up potentially uh, to, um, you know, uh, $17 a month or something like that, I, I, I would be remiss to, to say that it would be a problem simply because of the value that you're getting. You're, you're, you're definitely getting your, your, your money's worth. But to, again, the way I think Microsoft is going to continue to do this particular part of their business is by sheer volume. And we know that and, and we know this only because, like I said, I, I, I don't have a lot of connections, but I do have a few. And one that I trust told me that they're well over 15 million. They haven't talked about it yet, yep. but that's that that'd be a conversation I would imagine should be around the corner. Um, and 
with with what you're getting for the amount of money you're spending is unlike anything in any other region. Uh, even even de- again, depending on how you feel about Netflix and you paying your thirteen dollars a month, do yeah. you feel that it's worth it? Well, I mean, there's a lot of new programming there for sure, but I mean, it, do you feel that it, you're getting your money's worth? Well, I I couldn't tell you because to each every you know the mileage varies to each person. Mm-hmm. I will say this that. Um, I don't think this is the last addition to uh, to Xbox Game Pass. We're gonna we're gonna get into that into a second. Uh, my personal theory, but let me just catch up on some of the super chats. First of all, Midway Monster drops a very generous two dollars super chat. And says, "Glad to catch the show on my lunch break." Well, thanks, dude. Super appreciate that, and I'm glad that you are here. Appreciate. Hopefully, you get a chance to uh, enjoy your lunch. <laughs> uh, Smitty Smith, our very good friend and generous friend of the show, drops a $5 super chat and says, Naysayers, Game Pass is and never was. Game Pass. How do you like me now? The Book of X. Oh, dude, that's beautiful. I'm going to frame that. That, that, <laughs> that should be framed. That's awesome. Uh, we have a, another super chat that came in from Sin Vendetta. My goodness, my brother. He shows his generosity with an outstanding Ten dollars super chat and says because of EA's bad business practices, I have refused to buy an EA um, to buy an EA game after Mass Effect Andromeda. But with EA Play being mixed into the into Game Pass Ultimate, I may have to bend that rule. I mean, you're not really bending the rule. I mean, you're just going to play with yeah. there what's there, dude. So I, I I wouldn't feel too bad about it. JD Gamer, a very generous friend of the show. Just an outstanding $5 super chat and says this. I think that Microsoft spent 100 to 200 million to have EA play included with Xbox Game Pass, Ubisoft, and Sega to pull the release dates early and Gears Tactics at launch. You know what? We're going to get into that in a second, JD. But what I want to talk about for a second, and I think that it's, it, it, I would be remiss as a, as a host not to mention this. But, you know, we keep talking about values, Emmy, right? We keep saying that the value proposition. You owe me 50 might, cents. Yeah, there you go. It's in the jar. Don't worry. I'm going to mail you the check. <laughs> Stand by the mailbox. You'll get it. I promise. Uh, okay. Um, but the, the value that they continue to add to the platform is unlike anything we've seen. Now, the one thing that we've all talked about, uh, and I think this is real talk, pulling um, a Mr. Bad Bit here, is that gaming is expensive. Gaming is an expensive hobby, like most hobbies. Now, depending on what you enjoy doing, you know, some people like to drink, some people like to smoke, some people like to go out to dinner with their significant other and or go to the movies. And, the, and these are um, these are vices, right? These are hobbies and things that we do that all cost money. But gaming, gaming is an expensive hobby, especially if you are someone that likes to be a part of the conversation. And Microsoft has has you know figured out a way to offer an ability to its customers that if you don't necessarily have three and five hundred dollars respectively to get into the ecosystem. They have something called Xbox All Access, and that was really the exclamation point of this week, I believe, is going to be the discussion when it comes to Xbox All Access. And the reason why I say that, the reason why I'm confident to say that on the show is because this isn't being done in a back alley. This isn't being done with no-name companies, 
they have expanded this to over a dozen countries, something that was not done initially, which why it didn't do as well as they as, as they as they would have liked when they tried it with the Xbox One, right? With the Xbox One X. But they've expanded it to over a dozen countries. But more importantly, they've expanded it to just about every big retail you could possibly think of. Target, Best Buy, Amazon, GameStop, Walmart. I mean, the list is staggering and, more importantly, growing on an almost hour basis. So if you don't have the money, if you if you're if you're if you're in a position where a lot of people are are not are, are not in a good financial position because again of the world being the what the world is, they have multiple options for you. And I kind of just want to break those down. First of all, according and again, this is pulled directly from Microsoft's website. The fastest, most powerful Xbox ever, when they're talking about the Series X, for $34.99 a month for 24 months with zero APR, folks. Get that. Zero APR. You pay your $35 a month, and you get the Xbox Series X console and 24 months of Xbox Game Pass Ultimate for $35. But maybe... Just maybe you don't want an X. Maybe you don't need an X. Maybe that $10 of a difference is, is, is a make or break for you. And you know something, folks? There's nothing wrong with that. That is life, especially as difficult it is, it is now. They have, another, they have another package for you. You can get the Series S for $25 a month for 24 months, zero APR. And, of course, you get the Xbox Series S. And you get it for you get also 24 months of Game Pass Ultimate. And you know what? They even have a better one. And I, I don't necessarily think it's better per se because it's a much less powerful console. But if you want this uh, the Xbox One S, maybe you do, maybe you don't, $22.99, $23 a month, you can get it for 24 months, zero APR, and you get, of course. This the Xbox One S and and twenty four months of Xbox Game Pass Ultimate, and again I I I I would be remiss to to mention this simply because again they are giving us an opportunity to get involved, and I have heard from several people, and I'm not going to shut anybody out because you know you know, I don't want to you know uh, talk about someone out of turn with their their finances, but I have been messaged by several people. That came right out and said, you know what? I was going to potentially miss the Xbox the new console, but because of this program, I don't have to. And I think you're going to hear that more often than not. Again, not, not a huge topic, Zemi, but certainly worthy of a conversation. I mean, how big of a deal do you think this is for Microsoft? And do you think that they're going to sell more of these consoles than ever before? Well, I mean, they're going to sell more consoles with all access than if they didn't have it. I mean, that's 100%. And it's a absolutely huge deal for Microsoft uh, that they're doing it. And, and I think it goes beyond just selling consoles, right? Because consoles is only one segment of, of what they're trying to do, right? Yes. They, they don't care if you buy the console. They just want you to play their games, right? And, and, and what they're doing here is they are limiting all of the excuses that a consumer could possibly throw their way. 
right? Other than I just don't like Xbox. Xbox sucks, right? <laughs> they, they can't help that excuse, right? Because yes. their ultimate goal is to get you into their ecosystem somehow, right? If you don't have that much money, but you have a smartphone, xCloud, right? If you, you know, just don't have a lot of money in general, but you want to play your, your games on your television, Xbox all access. If you don't want to have to complete, you know, repeatedly pay 24 or $35 a month buy the $300 console or buy the $500 console. If, if you want the best of the best and you have the money, if you're fortunate enough that you have the money to get it right, they want to make sales. They want to push consumers to their platform one way or another whether they're streaming games on on a device or whether they're playing a you know a game on on a native console it doesn't matter to them they just want to make that sell they want to get you into the ecosystem so offering all of these choices on how to get that xbox at at, at a huge you know price range right from from, you know, virtually no cost other than what you already bought, you know, uh, your smartphone for and maybe $15 a month, you know, for the service all the way to $500 and, and everywhere in between. I mean, it, it is, it, it just makes sense. Right. And even more in our current, you know, climate world climate where people have lost their jobs, people just don't have as much money as what they had planned on having, you know, this holiday, this is incredible that you can go and get everything that you need to play your game everything to play games on for the next you know two years for 20 you know 20 25 bucks right yeah. everything you need all of the games that you know 246 plus games you know um everything right for 25 dollars a month and then after that 25 dollars a month yeah of course then you have to pay 15 dollars a month following that if you want to keep game pass but your console's already bought and paid for Right. I mean, it's just a huge, huge value proposition. I mean, I know that I, I keep saying it, you keep saying it, right. But it just really is. And the ingenious part of it is they are giving consumers almost no excuses of why they can't be playing Xbox this generation. And that is that is the ingenious part about the entire scenario, uh, because it doesn't matter how much money you 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 know, you really have there. There is a way for you to enjoy Xbox one way or another. Yeah. I mean, and you know something, dude, that is a fantastic point because again, what, what, as consumers, what do we love the most besides, you know, just, you know, buying something we love options. Options are good for the community. It's good for the consumer. It's great for a brand. And it looks as if Microsoft has once again done something that no one else is doing this. And, and and box of bear, I want to bring you into the conversation because I I, I, I want to stress that for a second. Is Nintendo doing this? Is what what is what does Nintendo do when they want to release a, a game? They charge you for it. I mean, listen, I'd be the first one to say that I was the first one of the first one to order two copies of the uh, the the Mario 3D collection. One for me, one for my nephew. You know why? Because I'm a big old Nintendo nerd, and I'm I'm just so used to. Well, they're gonna release an old game, and they're not gonna do much to it. But because I love Nintendo, I'm going to buy it. Am I a part of the problem? Sure. To me too. Boom. Right. Me too. Everyone is. Everyone, everyone's a part of the problem. <laughs> We're all Nintendo nerds, right? So then you look at Sony. What 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 has Sony done for their community? Do you, do you think PSN is where it needs to be? In regards to security, in regards to it being the best of the best of the best, the answer is no, it's not. 
What, what, what about PS Now? PS Now has hundreds, 800 games, boom. What are you talking about? But does it? Do you care about any of those games? Are you getting games day and date? No, you're not. Now, we did hear that they're going to be bundling those two particular uh, PS Now or, or, or PS Plus, I should say. PS Plus as well as uh, PS Now together. We, we for, I think it was $15 a month is what they're looking to. Is that the ultimate value? Absolutely not. I wouldn't, wa- I wouldn't waste one, one $15 payment on that. Um, but... You look at what Microsoft is doing. Well, Microsoft is what the, what they're doing is unprecedented. It's never been done before. And now Boxabear, they have figured out a way to offer anyone, folks, that wants to be involved, that wants to see where their fifteen dollars a month would have gone if they had the console. But now they're giving it to you in a bundle. So for twenty five, you get the Series S. For thirty five, you get the Series X. Both next generation consoles, both next generation power, and you're going to get all of the what we talked about EA access involved in Game Pass. You're going to get Xbox Live. You're going to have the ability to play on the go with Project X Cloud. My God, Boxer Bear, could they do any more? Is my question. I mean, you guys said it. Microsoft is all about the options. Leave the options in the hands of the gamers and um, let them choose how they want to play and enter the ecosystem and i mean it it only makes sense a lot of other uh, businesses do it as well phones you can buy everything in, in this business model um i think the big news here is not the all access program itself it has existed in the us before for for you guys it's not new the thing is that they have extended it to 12 different countries yes um, which is huge which is huge. Okay, unfortunately, Germany, of course, is not included. Uh, God forbid. <laughs> but um, this is really the, the kind of effort we are seeing. Uh, Xbox launching the, the next generation globally. Yeah, I mean, we had a lot of countries here in, in Europe, for instance, where the, the Xbox One launched six months, 12 months uh, later than in, in, in the US and UK. Yeah, yep. This time they are launching glob- globally and they have that in 12 different countries. I have the list right here in front of me. Australia, Canada, Denmark, Finland, France, New Zealand, Norway, Poland, South Korea, Sweden and um, the UK. Yeah, so that's that's incredible, Uh, um, and I think a lot of they will add that uh, increase that list and and add a lot of countries there. I just think that the the business uh, partnerships are not ready uh, yet, but um, this is this is really a good thing because it just gives options to gamers. And when I think about it, how many of my friends buy phones in that model? It it can definitely be a success. Yeah, it, it can be it can be a success, but one of the things that I think is is even more interesting, looking at the near five hundred people that are here, and the folks, listen, if you're enjoying the show and, and you're new to this channel, I want to I want to welcome you with a big hug, okay? And it don't matter whether you're on PlayStation only, Nintendo, we, we love everybody here, okay? This is this happens to be an Xbox show, but everyone is welcome. That's number one. Uh, number two, if you are enjoying this content, do, do me a favor, man. Seriously, hit that like button. I, I, I'm always a little a little taken aback by the, the, the 
I mean, we get I get a lot of likes per show. I, I get at least three hundred, which is which is again, it's it's pretty big for a small channel. But I would love to get more. Why? Because it helps me out as a content creator. It helps me navigate the craziness known as YouTube, which of course there's millions and millions of amazing content creators. And you you want to be heard. You wanna you want this show to expand. But What's what I've been reading in the chat, what I have read online, what I have read in social media, what I have been DM'd about is how many people I personally know are buying more than one new Xbox console because of this program. Like I'm gonna go out and I'm not I'm not gonna use it. I'm just gonna go because I have the money put away since last year. I've been saving for this. And I'm just going to outright buy the X and the S. It's just, it's just what I'm going to do. I, I don't need to use the program right now because I have the money. But I have gotten messaged. I have talked to people. I have read in this particular chat that people are like, yep, I'm getting the X for myself. I'm getting the S for my kids. And now I don't have to pay for it outright because I can use the program. And it is if we're, if you were just getting, and this is this is where we have to really get into the weeds of things, folks. And VJ, I'm going to bring you into the conversation in a second. Microsoft could have logistically simply just said, "Okay, twenty five bucks a month for the console. You got a controller, and we give you three months of Xbox Game Pass. Go crazy. You got ninety days. Go crazy, and we'll see you on the back end of it because we know you're going to subscribe because." We're the best deal in town for 25 bucks. And you know what? We've been eating it up like, like, like a nice piece of cake with a hot, a hot cup of coffee right on the right there served for you to eat. For 35 bucks, you're going to get the Series X. You're like, man, I get the new console only 30 files a month, and they're giving me Game Pass Ultimate for three months for free? I'll take two. But no, they're not doing that. They're giving you 24 months, two years. Of Xbox Game Pass, Xbox Live, the ability to play on the go with Project X Cloud. Oh, and now, uh, and of course, EA Access involved in there, and the console, which is yours after the two years. I mean, folks, are we serious? Like, are, are we even? Are we in the Twilight Zone? This is ridiculous, VJ. When you hear it broken down into the most extreme layman's terms. This is a deal unlike anything in the world right now. Let, 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 let's expand this. Besides just being gaming, you're not getting two years of service from Apple that they pay your phone bill and you're getting all of these apps and everything for free. Oh, and it's only $35 a month for the newest piece of tech. They're not doing it. No one's doing this. What are your thoughts on this, brother? Uh, I think like on the show, we've covered like this an unprecedented move by Xbox to allow dual console ownership going into a generation. Mm -hmm. um, I know that there's a recession and economic restraints, so it's kind of like perfect timing for them. Um, but I see, I see a couple of things here, right? I mean, in terms of what Phil's been saying, and even me personally, I have to be completely honest here that I've been doubting because we were kind of saying, is his messaging right? Is he is he off his head? Is he is not really making any sense when he was saying, no gamer left behind. Um, we're not interested in selling consoles. And I think a lot of that was to just keep Sony confused as well as us because they didn't want to reveal their true hand. But you can see now uh, that the S 
is uh, very important to the Xbox business plan, engaging new consumers, not just transitioning the existing ones and appeasing the ones that they felt that they let down, which I'm really happy that they're uh, addressing, right? Um, and um, so getting new consumers. But the thing is, you don't just have to dive into the S. What's better than the S? Being able to experience Game Pass potentially via xCloud. Yeah for a free period of time so there's even a a lower level that you can actually gain entry right to experience the thing before laying out any money at all and um and i think that no doubt uh, given <clears throat> uh, a lot of gamers that will play these games and i don't have mentioned this last week but those gamers that are on the phone are going to experience some difficulties and and are going to be the ones that i think that uh, are going to want to experience a more uh, refined uh, a version of that specific game, and however, they don't necessarily want um, a six hundred or five hundred dollars. Sorry, uh, <laughs> it depends whether you get it via subscription model, but uh, a bulky, expensive piece of kit. But see the Series S as a fantastic little option, uh, you know, albeit akin to a giant iPod, but uh, it covers all the bases not just for gaming today, but in terms of modern gaming and going forward, especially seeing the series. Um, um sorry ronald right that um that did the jason ronald yeah mm -hmm. you've got that all kind of it's all been it's all been like cr this whole plan it seems to be like the spider web is kind of being revealed right in front of our eyes like slowly but surely so series s for me is the mainstream system right and the series x is like for the premium or the pro user the pro system right almost right and my thoughts are then okay so is the mass market ready and heading towards an all digital future? But you can see that both companies, Sony and Microsoft, they're pushing towards that. Sony, and I've already mentioned to you that they're already taking steps to eradicate package, right? They, they, their, their goal is digital within the, within the next two years, right? Um, and then I'm sitting here like you, Boom, no doubt, and maybe, maybe many of the others in the chat that are thinking, oh, digital, I love going to, sh going to the shops and buying my games, and I've got to see them on the shelf every day. But if there's one key feature that's propelling me towards digital, it's got to be, and I, I know we don't really talk about it much, but it's the, it's the quick resume feature, having yeah. several games at your fingertips in an age when, impatience is like <laughs> patience is not a virtue anymore these days right in my eyes <laughs> I, I i'm going to love this feature it's it's fantastic it is pretty incredible how quickly they're jumping from game to game because I, I i i normally don't like to play a lot of games at once but the ability to just jump into a game it, it's it's tremendous that yeah, I mean, it, it's it's really handy because I usually play a single player game, but then I get an invite from a buddy, come on, join the party, jump in the, in, in a multiplayer game just for, I don't know, 20 minutes or so, then I lose, get frustrated and want to go back to my single player game. And this is really the way how I play today. And having that in a fingertip, it's, it's going to be awesome. And that is why Boom is getting both, because when he doesn't have time, he'll be playing on his Series S, jumping in between games. Yeah. So, being able to jump in and out of different experiences almost instantaneously, and I bet you that'll be a video coming up soon as well with Ronald in it, but uh, is the, <laughs> for me, is the biggest seduction, maybe allure is the right word, perhaps like the quality, the biggest quality of life feature uh, might be a more appropriate turn of phrase here. I, I'm, I'm not sure, but in getting me, I'm just talking about me here. Everyone, everyone's got their own opinion, right? And how they want to move forward, but getting me to go digital in some respect, I just can't wait. It's like a godsend, right? It's like the best feature for me. And, um, 
all I want in addition is just the food app, right? So to press the home button and access and order my pizza, my, my favorite pizza. Um, what I will say, and this is something really interesting. I know we've said what else can they do and, and, and how big is the Series S and, and the access. You, you know, something just popped in my head and it's like, Halo not being here, you, you know, is a big dodge for Sony, given what's occurred this week, and a big miss by Xbox. Um, and um, because I think that that would have added a significant layer, another layer of pressure, right, on Sony and the PlayStation 5. Okay, fine, PlayStation 5's uh, got Miles Morales, but is Miles Morales as strong as now, what, 200-plus games with Game Pass and EA Play, potentially free for three or four months as soon as you pick up the system? We all have a choice to make, and everyone's going to choose differently. But, you know, you're, we are in pre unprecedented times, and I'm going back to the all-access subscription, why it's so important, because most of us are looking to eyeing up, you know, sort of um, can we afford one console, let alone two? And I think with the Xbox all-access subscription model, if you can only afford one, it's got to be your choice. Yeah, I mean, listen, again, it, it, it's just one of those instances where if you are someone – in a bit of a pinch because like, like i said i i know for a fact and, and, and i'm not going to mention names because obviously it's, these are private conversations i know for a fact that they, i've had conversations with people that had saved up the money that had the money put away and then the world took a shit and then things changed because obviously if you're if you're if you're a family man or woman and you got to take care of your family, the money you had for your your, your console becomes well money I need now. I you know I, I'm not making as much money. My hours got cut. I lost my job. Right? There's 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 different different scenarios. You know that would put us in a position where we might have to miss out on being a part of the conversation with new consoles. That doesn't happen that often. And you know what? You don't you don't see this kind of program coming from my uh, from from uh, from Nintendo. You don't see this kind of program coming from Sony. They just want you to buy the console and that's it. You know what? I, but you, you but this is a big big move for Microsoft. And again, they're thinking outside of the box. They're trying to get everyone in their ecosystem because it's the best value, and they're doing it in a way that offers an even better value to do that. You know, it's funny, um, VJ. You talked about, uh, you know, about uh, you know launch titles, and, and that and that's what we're gonna we're gonna close out the show with because we've got some massive information. But before I get into that, let me just read these two particular super chats that have just come in. We have Smitty Smith, a very good, generous friend of the show. He drops another super chat, and he says, um, he says, Phil Dominus Maximus in the Godfather voice, which I cannot do. I got an offer for you. The Book of X. And you know something? Listen, Phil, Phil's going to get the Aurelius name. I'm not going to give it to him. The King David, who, by the way, is going to be on tomorrow's Breakfast with Boom. Get ready for an action-packed show because it's going to be all Xbox. It's going to be all PlayStation. And we're going to be diving deep into our thoughts and theories of what Sony does next and how they respond to this. So tune in tomorrow at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. But another super chat came in from Black Eyed Dog. My goodness, thank you for your generosity, dude. He drops another five dollar super chat and says, Boom, what TV are you gaming on? Will you be upgrading? Just curious. Now, I actually upgraded last year. And as a matter of fact, in December, my Christmas present to my quote unquote self was I got the 65 inch Samsung uh, QLED. 
and it has all the bells and whistles. It could run 124, 120 frames per second in 4K. I am ready to go. Uh, it is. It was the. It was. It was the newest TV in 2019. Now, obviously, the way TVs are, are much like phones. You know, some 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 newer features I don't have, but I can tell you that the it's HDR 10 10 plus, and it is gorgeous. Everything I play on it is it's just it's like a paint a moving painting. So yes, one of the big things, one of the big reasons why I bought this particular TV was that it could run 120 frames per second and it does that easily uh so i'm i'm ready to go for next gen i, I honestly cannot wait and uh, we uh we had two more come in mariano mariano pamba good friend of the show he drops an outstanding ten dollar super chat wow dude thank you for your generosity but more important mariano thank you so much for hanging out with us we super appreciate you listening to the show he says hey boom great panel uh, or, uh, as always, just happy for the uh, the all of the Xbox positivity. Talk to a few friends who who are Sony guys that are interested in the S. Great value, yes, and dude, I'm telling you, more and more quote unquote Sony guys are considering not only buying a PlayStation Five, but getting a Series S because. It's what I like to say, and I, I think uh, Zemi agreed with this. This might be on the level of impulse buy because of the power you're getting. Yeah, okay, you're not going to be getting 12 teraflops that you're going to get in the X, but God damn it, you're still getting a good system for 300 bucks and quite handily a good uh, a system that's going to run a lot of the newer games probably better than anything that we're currently playing. We also have a uh, JD gamer drops another generous $5 super chat and says, if we can, uh, if we can have flight simulator as a graphical showcase at launch at the launch window, would it be awesome? Yeah, dude, I was, I'm going to be honest with you. I thought it was going to be available, but maybe just maybe they can get it into the so-called launch window, which is 90 days after the console launches. That would be dope. And Viper XT, another generous friend of the show drops an outstanding $10 Super Chat and says, Watchdog Legions, AC Valhalla, the X3 uh, or 13 remake, Dirt 5, y uh, Yakuza Like a Dragon, Gears Tactics, are all available day one with Cyberpunk nine days later. Good times ahead for gamers. Indeed it is. So you know what? Let, let's get into, of course, what I like to call the weeds of gaming. Now, look, we've talked about this. We, ju we just finished mentioning how hurtful it was not to have halo at launch but you know something folks it got delayed we're all over it it is what it is the game is going to be great when it comes out but we got to talk about some launch games that were confirmed now this this is where boxer bear i'm going to bring you for bring you back first into the conversation because you said something that piqued my interest immediately now one of the big announcements from yesterday Besides uh, AC uh, or Assassin's Creed Valhalla being 60 frames per second and running in 4K on the Series X, every, all, everyone was cheering because this is what we wanted with the new hardware. Yeah. But what's important and why we're going to talk about it is it was moved up, uh, moved up uh, seven days, and it's now releasing right alongside the Series X on November 10th, right? A launch title. Yeah. Launch title. 
Okay, but wait a second. This is this again. This is I'm just going to go into this and I'm going to come back to AC cuz there's something in my mind that's brewing, okay? Dirt 5. It's not Forza, but the game looks amazing. Launching with the console, confirmed 4K 120 frames per second. Confirmed. Right? By Codemasters. Gears Tactics. Okay? Oh, boom, it's just another Gears. No, it's not. It is a game that has the word gears in the title, but it's nothing like the original of the other gears games, which is why it's, it's special. And it's and launching it's apparently really good. And, it, and apparently it's really freaking good. A whole new story on a whole new era of gears. And you know something, maybe just maybe it'll get you into the RTS, that genre that everyone knows and loves in game pass day and day as a console. Right. And apparently there's going to be more coming. But now I'm going to rewind things back to AC Valhalla. Look, folks, we have said, I have said, that what I think could really, really just hammer the consumer over the head with, with, um, with value, or I'm going to owe uh, 50 cents to Zemi, value proposition when you talk about the Xbox is – we just saw EA Access go in or EA Play go into Game Pass, right? I have been saying that I think there's one or two big games going into Game Pass day and date of the console's launch. It just so happens that, Box of Air, you mentioned that the Ubisoft service only on PC is not doing very well. It just so happens that there's a second EA Forward event, uh, EA, a Ubisoft Forward event tonight. How absolutely bonkers would it be? Folks, I'm painting a picture here, so get ready. Get ready for this. Okay, and again, Speculation Town, we're going we're, we're to hang out in Speculation Town for a bit. Just imagine that at tonight's Ubisoft event, they announce that along with Xbox Game Pass, along with EA Play, the Ubisoft service is somehow been baked into Xbox Game Pass at no at no extra cost. And on launch day, AC Valhalla is in Game Pass day and date. Okay, I don't know about you, but I'm getting goosebumps. Oh, and one other quick thing that I forgot to mention is, of course, Destiny's uh, Bungie's Destiny 2, the new expansion. Day and date of the console launch. You think that was? You think launch that's by time. accident? You think that's an accident? No, that's something. Something. Some. Some sort of. Some sort of a love fest is going on with Bungie and Microsoft. Now, I'm not going to be the one to say. Well, actually, you know what? I will be the one to say. I wouldn't be surprised if Bungie joins Microsoft once again. I'm, I'm throwing it out there. Now, is the universe going to answer me? I don't know. But let's bring this back to AC Box of Bear. How bananas! Would it be to not only have AC Valhalla running at 4K 60 frames per second on the Series X, but to get it into Game Pass day and date? Could this be a possibility? And how would the community respond? It would be exactly like the thing I said in my <laughs> probably last three videos. Um, see, uh, I didn't say specifically AC Valhalla in my videos. I, I've said... After you you have such a bummer like the Halo delay, which is 
undeniably um, a, a bad thing for, for marketing purposes from Microsoft. It's good that they delayed the game, but it's it's bad for marketing. If you do that, you have to bring one big AAA banger from a third-party title day and date into Game Pass. Now, what are the candidates here? Um, Cyberpunk, probably too big. Yeah. Um, then AC Valhalla would be the, the one uh, candidate. And yes. yeah, realistically, they are buddy-buddy at the moment with Ubisoft. Um, I, I just brought up the speculation with Uplay. Yes, um, possibility here, probably more for the PC game, uh, game Pass market. But it would be exactly what they need as a push for at launch of the of the Series X. We have those all those great titles. You listed them. Um, but they, they, they lack that one little shininess. And, and this is what AC would bring. I suggested yeah. in my last video yeah. that that title might be Outriders. This is another candidate for me. Um, we haven't gotten a, a, a release date, a launch date for that. They always say holiday this year. Uh, from People Can Fly would also be a possibility as a AAA yes. title. But um, AC Valhalla Day 1 in Game Pass is exactly what you need to kick off the new generation. And then bring whatever comes down the road from your first-party titles. Take your time, make them good, and have one or uh, of these AAA bangers from a third-party developer in their day and date. It would be exactly what they need to kick off the generation. Yes. Well, listen, I mean, it would really knock the doors off its hinges for sure. Real quick, our very good friend and generous friend, Molesco, dropped us $5 super chat that I somehow missed because I'm a boob. He says, cheers, boom. Thanks for being a legend, sir. You are an inspiration to the community. Stay awesome. Well, listen, I don't think I consider myself a legend, but I appreciate the well work, uh, the well wishes and, of course, the compliment, dude. I, I Listen, I'm glad that there are people in this community that list that enjoy listening to what I have to say, because this has been a dream come true for me personally. And I'm glad I could be here each and every week to talk about gaming. And I real I'm really thankful that the community has responded. Well, uh, sin vendetta drops another super chat. Thank you for your generosity. My brother, the love is unbelievable. He drops a final super chat and says, all right, Zemi, last one for today. Okay. What were the first words the Book of Vol Voldemort spoke after obtaining it, his new body in the Goblet of Fire? Oh, I don't know that. Oh, man. God. Um, <laughs> oh, God. Um, I don't know. I want to say it's either it, – part of me wants to say it, it was actually Harry Potter's name, like Harry Potter. But then part of me is also like maybe maybe he was like talking to uh, Wormtail. Maybe he said Wormtail's name. I, I don't know. If I had to guess, I would say Harry Potter. Okay. Um, what do you call it? Well, listen, I, I, I love Harry then, Potter, but then I let, don't – let, let us know what it was. Yes. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Please let, let us know. You don't got to drop a super chat, brother. Just let us know, and we'll and I, and I'll read it live on the air because I I don't know. I'm a, I'm not a pot a Potterhead. I love the films. I've never read the books. Shame on me. I know. Zemi, listen. I look, here's the thing, Zemi. We we don't know what all of Microsoft plans are. Uh, and and again, could could AC Valhalla be in there potentially for sure? Uh, is is it is it likely? Well, I don't know. I, I'm I'm not going to sit here and say no. I'm certainly not going to sit here and say yeah, it's guaranteed to be in there. But my God, if it is, and you know something, 
the one thing that I want to stress, Emmy, and I, and I think that this community, not the, this particular community, the community, the gaming community in, as a, at large, as a whole, seems to have a very, very short memory. And, you know, I want to just kind of take us back in the time machine when uh, the place uh, when the PlayStation 4 launched. Because they had not they didn't have a lot of great first party titles. They had Knack, right? Killzone. The only the, the only thing that stood out for them was Resogun, an okay. indie game. OPS, by the way, which Resogun by Housemark. Incredible. I love that company. I don't know how they're not a first party already for Sony. Drives me bananas. But they relied heavily on third party. So why is it a crime for Microsoft to rely heavily on third party? It's not. It's called it's it's called double standard. It's what it is. It's called goalpost moving. Now, yes, gears first party in there, right? They're gonna have a bunch of other first party stuff that they've made deals. They have a bunch of second party stuff like the ascent, right? Like the medium. You know, like uh, like the the lake, another horror game that you I, I'm I'm anticipating you playing in the mm. dark with headphones, um, and several others. But I'm just kind of imagining that they could have spent the money because I think they needed to, or even before Halo was 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 the the delay was announced, they have been really really snuggy close with Codemasters and Dirt Five, right? Dirt 5 could be in Game Pass. Dane Day could be a launch title. Assassin's Creed Valhalla could be a launch title in there. Maybe the UA, uh, the, the Ubisoft, uh, their version of uh, EA Play is going to join Game Pass. I don't know, but I'm going to be watching with big open owl eyes tonight to see what they do. Are you okay with the, these games be, being moved and positioned to be launch titles for the Series X? Well, I'm about to make a lot of people upset, but I think Xbox is doomed, guys. Xbox yes. is doomed. The the, the, <laughs> the, the the green Emerald City has fallen. Uh, Phil Spencer, our fearless leader, is lost. Fired. <laughs> we, don't, we don't know where he's at. Um, I, I think Xbox's only hope is to send out assassins and somehow get buds, bug snacks on the Xbox as a launch title. I think that that is really, honestly, their only hope to succeed this generation. <laughs> So um, I hate to, you know, inform everyone of that. No, uh, but seriously, um, actually, I, you know, I'm really excited that Assassin's Creed got moved back uh, to the launch title um, to become a launch title for Xbox because that gives me nine days to beat Assassin's Creed until Cyberpunk comes oh, out. Oh, yeah, exactly which, which my might, thoughts. Which, which <laughs> might be, like, the dumbest reason for me to say that. But, uh, no, seriously, like, I, I was actually worried because I think it was, like, two two days separated Assassin's Creed from Cyberpunk, and now there's nine days. So that's fantastic. Um, so I'm really excited for that. Um, I'm not really too caught up on, on the whole launch title thing. Um, you know, for instance, if Assassin's Creed was was pushed back to the 11th, like I would still be happy because I had eight days until, you know, Cyberpunk yeah. came out. Uh, I, I really do not get caught up with the whole launch title, you know, thing. I For me, it doesn't matter. And I think overall, uh, you know, long-term Xbox, it doesn't matter. Like, I really just don't think it does. There are plenty enough games that are are already available on Xbox or soon will would be anyway after the launch of the console that I just don't really think it matters. I think 
just the just the pure uh, let's just say it again value proposition that xbox is offering with game pass uh with with now their their you know competitive pricing on their consoles uh with with now the inclusion of ea access or ea uh, ea play into game pass i think that that serves enough reason to convince um consumers to buy an xbox not to add all of the games that we know that are coming to the Xbox, we know Halo was delayed. Okay, yeah, that sucks, but we know it's eventually going to come. You know, we know that Fable's eventually going to come. A new Gears is going to come. Avowed is going to come. Hellblade Two is going to come to the console, and these are all reasons why you should buy an Xbox. Right? It's very similar to what PlayStation did, uh, selling hope to consumers. Right? Yep. PlayStation users knew that there was going to be a Last of Us Two. Right? That's why they bought. That's why they bought into the to the ecosystem. And, and that's kind of what Xbox has, plus even more value on top of that. So I don't think the whole launch title situation really even matters. It's great that it's great that they got um, you know, Assassin's Creed to move their date to now be a launch title with uh, you know, with with, with Xbox and, and and all this different stuff. I think it would be a very big mistake to go and pay Ubisoft money to have Assassin's Creed and Game Pass day and date because that's going to cost them a lot of money to have that. I, I, I wouldn't go as far to say that they should definitely go spend millions of dollars to get Assassin's Creed Valhalla in Game Pass. Unless, day of and course, date. it's a part of that Ubisoft, uh, you know, digital service. Sure, that's I mean, being yeah. added that that's potentially again, folks, speculation. But but is that is that game even going to go into Ubisoft Play? It or is whatever all, all of all, all Ubisoft okay, so, games so are, are available day and date in that service for that service. Okay, yeah. Then I mean, okay, yeah, absolutely. Then I would agree with that. But I just don't think that they should go and pay money to just get one game into in, into Game Pass, right? I mean, if they were going to do that, I think that it would probably be better to Cyberpunk. get Cyberpunk. Yes. Yeah. Or or just get a bunch of smaller titles uh throughout the year and to just put in there instead of just one really big title, I think I think would be better. I mean, look, I'm gonna sound like a greedy bastard right now live on the air. Okay. <laughs> but again, they have marketing deals with Dirt Five. They have marketing deals with Assassin's Creed Valhalla. They have marketing deals with Cyberpunk. Halo, big blow. So sometimes you got to spend the bucks. You got to get the people, you, you know, you got to put the, the, the butts in the seats, right? What if, and again, folks, this is, this is, this is, this is the deepest in speculation town I've ever gone. I might not be able to come back. So if I'm screaming for help, please someone throw me a line. What if all three of these games were in game pass day and date of their launch again is it is it going to happen probably not a am i am i really barking up a, a ridiculous tree sure but you know what marvel did really well with a comic called what if as a matter of fact they have a whole series coming to disney plus called what if and the question is and i'm going to bring this to of course vj as we close out this outstanding show is what if these games are in Game Pass day and date because of the marketing deals and because Microsoft spent that extra money, all of those extra millions, because Halo was delayed. It was a big blow to the company. But for some reason, I'm going to be honest with you, yeah. I don't remember Halo too much anymore if you're telling me that AC Valhalla, 
uh, Dirt 5, and potentially Cyberpunk 2077 are available in Game Pass day and date. I, I, don't, I don't even know what Halo you're talking about. What, what are your thoughts on this? Yeah, no, absolutely, uh, Boom. But uh, in, in all seriousness, um, I think we can all concur that if Halo what did exist in, in all its glory this year, I think it, it would have given Sony a food for thought. So, Yo, sure, there's no doubt about it. And I mean, listen, it's a big blow. But again, yeah. it, well, what it, happened is what happened. It's a it's a big blow, but it can be remedied. That's your point. Yes, but, and th- that and that's what we're looking at here. So. Um, but I think so because it can be remedied, and it may be remedied. Um, maybe it's an early gift, early Christmas present for you, boom, from uh, from Phil. But, um, <laughs> but for me, then then it becomes a ma- uh, um, right now. It's a massive dodge for Sony, right? But it may not be, right? They may get hit with something else. But uh, in all in all seriousness, um, getting off to a good start is always important in order to be successful in any given endeavor right in life let alone being a company launching a brand new piece of hardware i I know xbox is doing well to demonstrate to us that they are genuinely for real this time around um to be i want to be totally honest i'm not as well versed in terms of all the studios and possible games xbox could possibly surprise us with for launch I mean, I've got some mediocre titles, which I think I mentioned last time, like Mass Effect Remastered or Persona, but that, that, that those are for me, right? Um, I'm going to buy go and buy Cyberpunk regardless because I'm assuming it's going to be the best on the Series X, right? Yes, that's bar, confirmed. Bar, bar. Even, without the, even, even without the next-gen version, it's still going to take advantage of the machine learning and, and, and VRS and everything else, that all the bells and whistles that come with the X. Exactly. So for me, they've already got my money in terms of the Series X and the Cyberpunk, right? Because it's going to run best on there, and if it and if it is on Game Pass, I'll, I'll great. I'll buy something else, right? So, <laughs> I'm already, to be quite honest with you, my personal situation, I'm I'm just looking at what's on what's on offer. I'm already pretty stuffed, right? Just looking at the buffet of games on offer this this November, this coming November 10th. Uh, you know, when I moved to the US, right? I passed on most of my gaming wares, right? the cousins and nephews and so on and so forth. And I've decided to wait for, for these new systems. So from my personal perspective, I've already missed out on a great deal of content, right? That everyone just keeps chatting about. And I'm like, oh God, when am I going to get my chance? So what I would like to say is that I am happy uh, Xbox went first with their pricing and yeah. avoid the foolish game of let Sony go first and then we can go in and undercut them. What that should show all of us it shows me anyway that Xbox have a solid business plan that they believe in and not relying on succeeding based on what a competitor does or does not do. That's just plain nonsensical. The plan stands up in its own right, and we're seeing that becoming more and more transparent uh, as each day goes by, right? So so first steps is value for money proposition, which they're offering in the Game Pass Series S, which we know that they had to come out. We thought, will they do this? Will they raise the price? Will they cut it? But they're offering a value proposition, but not only that, and we've covered uh, um, Xbox All Access subscription and what that means. But what it's also doing, and which I think they're really important for them, is to build their brand globally, not just locally. They, they need to get out glo- um, globally, in my opinion, to really make this the success that, that I think that Phil and the team want right for xbox right yeah that, that that's my that's my take on it i i wanted to touch on something else that's nagging me but maybe i'll, I'll do it at the outro um uh boom but it was no, just... you, can go, you can go ahead go ahead so so it was just in regards to what zemi said you know like um he was wondering like how are they going to cover the cost for uh, game pass and ea play and how they're doing it so 
from where I was coming on, it was not a slight against Xbox. Game Pass price increase, whether it happens or not, is irrelevant. It just, as long as it continues to provide value, and let's be honest, it's providing more value than $15, right? That's my first point. Especially when I spoke to a lot of people in the community that have helped me understand. And where I think Game Pass is currently like 12,000 points. And I think the initiative there is that you can actually earn points to actually subsidize the $15 a month, which is incredible, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. But that, I think, is a point that needs to be made in, in favor of, of Game Pass, and not that it's $15. If you actually put the time and effort and you're a gamer, you can end up getting it for free each month, right? It, and my, my point was just to explain how any corporation plans to recoup an investment made into any given project or facet of the, of the business especially when it comes to purchasing and providing more content for its users. I also want to acknowledge the fact that Phil Spencer, I, I can't remember when he said it, but he said he, was, he promised not to suddenly raise prices for Xbox Game Pass. And, and, and that was a really interesting comment because he said Xbox Game Pass. But I just saw a tweet today from yesterday uh, via the official Game Pass for PC that, that the price is going up to $9.99 from $4.99 officially from September the 17th. So there, in effect, is, your, is the part increase to help cover off the additional addition of EA Play for Xbox users, maybe, maybe. I mean, it, I mean, it, it's certainly possible. But again, the, the $5 a month, it, it, that was that was a limit that they made, made mention of that initially that it was a for a limited time so you know people got uh, you know to, to get involved for five dollars a month but it, it, quite frankly it, it it's it makes business sense to raise it to 10 uh but but it's only 10 it's not 15 which is it's just still a great deal if you only play on on pc and a lot of people do a lot of people take advantage of uh, of what you can get on pc because they want to be able to uh you know run games at 120 frames per second Absolutely. You know, I, I play both, so I'm in Game Pass heaven right now. Yeah, uh, yeah, you, you yeah. certainly are because of that last uh, Kingdom game that came uh, out, which, you, which you're a big so fan good. of. So good. Well, well listen, folks, I want to say this. Uh, I, I, let me just get this last uh, um, super chat that came in. As a matter of fact, you know what's funny, Zemi? I actually knew this. I Did actually you? I knew this, but, but only because of the movie. Only really because of the movie. And it was Sin Vendetta drops another $5 super chat. And he says, the first words that Voldemort spoke in the books was robe me. And man, I would have, if, if I, because I'm pretty sure he said that in the film as well, if I'm not mistaken, because it sounds he very might, He might have. He might it, have. It, it sounds familiar to me anyway. And I haven't read the book. So I think that's where I heard it. But anyway, listen, we had almost 500 people here. And that's a big deal. Again, small show big crowd means that you guys and gals are enjoying the content i cannot thank you enough for supporting double barrel game but more importantly this particular podcast because for me out of the three that i do weekly it's my favorite because i'm an xbox first kind of a guy so i want to thank you all for being here certainly appreciate it on your way out the door no pushing no shoving and please hit the like button of course i have to say a big thank you to the outstanding generosity that continues to come in on a on, on a show by show basis, it is very very humbling and it's tremendously uh, and truly appreciated. 
Uh, and of course, without an incredible panel, I couldn't have a podcast. And quite frankly, we have superstars, in my opinion, on here. So let's get to the outros. And obviously, Joe is not here to do his outro, but you know who Joe is. Joe is going to be joining us again tomorrow morning on Breakfast with Boom. He obviously is Mr. Bad Bit on Twitter. He is the voice of the in very, very incredible Trophy Room on YouTube. And, of course, all of the RSS places you get your podcast services. He's pretty much on everything. And I definitely suggest if you want to hear um, a PlayStation podcast that does not go out of its way to dump on Xbox to simply get clicks, that is probably your best uh, a form of, of PlayStation gaming you can get outside of playing the console yourself. I really like what they do on that channel. And of course, Zemi Games, you are not only a master chef, not only someone willing to brave the fear factor of horror games as long as you play with me and potentially some of the people <laughs> in the community. Uh, you also are an incredible community member in your own right. Please tell everyone where they can follow you on social media and also check out your outstanding YouTube channel. Yeah, absolutely. So I have two YouTube channels. The first one's called Zimmy Games, where I post a uh, bunch of gaming content, uh, Xbox tutorials, uh, gaming news, reviews, that type of stuff. Then I also have a second YouTube channel that I have not been working on very much here recently uh, called Zimmy Eats, where I'm wanting to post a lot more uh, cooking uh, recipe videos and food reviews and that type of stuff. So definitely, if either of those channels interest you, definitely go check those out and uh, subscribe if you like the content. Uh, you guys can also follow me on Twitter at Zimmy Games, um, I you know post whenever I do pretty much anything. If I post a new video, if I'm going live on uh, Twitch, or, or if I just see some interesting news, I always you know post uh, on that. And then of course, uh, as I do in every show, I always like to mention as well that if you heard something in today's show that uh, I said that maybe you agreed with or maybe you disagreed with, feel free to send me a DM. Let me know. Um, I always love having those conversations, just having just conversations in general with uh, with gamers and people in the community. Uh, it's really, really awesome. Uh, and then uh, the last thing I have to say is I also now have a Twitch channel where I live stream Wednesday yes. through uh, Sunday, 4 p.m. to 6 p.m. unless, you know, something happens and then I might have to change around the times. Um, so definitely go check that out. Actually, later on today, starting at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, I will be streaming uh, the last chapter of Tell Me Why uh, that just came out today. So uh, definitely don't miss out on that and come uh, swing by and just say hi or whatever. Uh, but boom. How many how many chapters is it? Three. Three chapters. Oh, three. Three three chapters. And what's really interesting about this game is that uh, they're taking like the television approach, right? So like they released uh, the first chapter on a Thursday and then the following Thursday they released the second chapter and then now on the on on the other following Thursday, uh, they are releasing chapter three. So they're actually kind of releasing it like a television show. But today, uh, we're, you know, chapter three is unfortunately, I think, the last chapter. Okay. Well, I mean, I I, I played. Tra I got I got almost all the uh, of, of four fifty out of the five hundred achievements. Did you watch a guide. You no, watched the guide. No, no, no. no, I, no okay. I, just, I, I just played. I just played through it. Yeah, I played gotcha. through it. And uh, you know, I was I with, with these games. I like to look around. Like I, I don't just go from. Oh, from, I do too. Yeah, I, I don't go from scene to scene. I I actually 
try and find like the secrets myself. Now, if I get stuck, I will use a guide. I'm not going to sit here and lie, especially sure. if I'm out 80 point or 50 point achievement. I am not missing that. I am sorry. <laughs> so I will cheat. Um, but real quick, Sin Vendetta drops another outstanding 5,000, which actually corrects me. I don't know where I, I could have sworn I heard that, man, because I didn't read the book, so I don't know. He says Voldemort did not say Roby in the movie because when they came back to his new body, he was already clothed. Uh, yeah. a, a worm tail had to claw to cloth him in the books. You know what, dude? Good on you that you know all of that and a drop of a hat because damn. Did he, say, did he say Harry Potter in the movie? Because if he did, that would make me feel so much better about myself. He probably did. No. You know what? I don't know. We're gonna have to go. We we should watch it for sure. But uh, Boxer Bear, once again, congratulations on one thousand subs. I, yeah, I think you. that you are a certainly. An up and coming talent. I, I love the the amount of work that goes into your videos. They're very thought provoking. Uh, they're very even keeled when you're talking about either of the companies. And I think that you have a tremendous career ahead of you. Uh, you are definitely a community favorite. Do me a favor, brother. Tell everyone where they can sub your outstanding and newly one K'd YouTube channel, but also reach out to you on social media. First of all, let me thank you. Boom. Um, the, the growth of the channel um, is, is heavily relied on your support as well. Um, you've pushed me, you've, you've, uh, you've advertised the channel, and I can't thank you enough for that. Um, yeah, you can all find my channel at Boxenberger. Um, it's really been an amazing journey so far, and this content creating has become really a hobby that I enjoy just as much as I do gaming. Me too. I, yeah, yeah, it is. It is just pure fun, and seeing seeing the support I get um, is is just incredible. And I want to thank everyone who subscribed so far. And if you are interested in a commentary YouTube channel, it's not a news channel per se. Um, I don't do daily news or something like that. It's I upload about one video per week where I comment on certain topics and developments in the in the video game industry. And yeah, uh, sub there you can also find me on twitter uh xbox live playstation uh network wherever at boxenberger always the same just hit me up if you want to talk gaming well listen again congratulations and thank you so much for being a part of this program we certainly look forward to hearing your opinions each and every week and certainly last and no way least vj you my friend have made a name for yourself people really enjoy your banter your knowledge but more importantly how you address others in the community and on top of being a part of this show you are kind of making the moves you're going to you're going to be on Greenpoint Gaming on a regular basis which is big cuz I love that show. The show just only launched about a month and a half ago and if you're looking for another excellent uh Xbox podcast, Greenpoint Gaming is definitely is, is someone you could check out. And of course, you're you're potentially going to work with Clowns and you're kind of working on the uh the details there. Just logistic. Yeah, just just VJ tell everyone where they can follow you on social media, my brother. Um, first of all, Archimedes, it's fantastic to have you back on the show. You are actually barred from having any further holidays without written. Which <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, I, I won't have any holidays for the rest of the year. <laughs> Zemi Games, I'm a bit upset you never announced who your number one fan was on Twitch. Oh, you're you're by far my number one fan. <laughs> I'm stalking you <laughs> <in> there constantly. <laughs> 
want to go boom today. I, I, I tried my best, and I'm starting to get the hang of like speaking. Uh, I don't know. I don't know how you do it, and sort of chatting with as many people in the in the um, in the community as I possibly could via the chat. And uh, they got some fantastic, fantastic subscribers. Yeah, this 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 community in the chat is just amazing. So thank you for that. And, uh, and and if there's anything that I've missed out, you can find me on um, uh, Twitter at Viewpoint Gaming, and feel free to DM me. And um, boom, yeah, I'm uh, I'm on Green Pass Gaming on Sundays. If anybody wants to um, hear uh, more about what I've got to say, I can't think of a reason why. Um, and boom, I'm I always try to keep it balanced. So start, sorry if I came across opinionated in any way. No, no, no. listen, that's the, this, this. Listen, let me tell you something. One of one of the things I learned from watching Greg Miller early on, and I'm still a fan of that dude. I think he's the hardest working guy in in, uh, in gaming media. Is this is a conversational podcast, right? So we're always we're we're not always going to agree, and some some opinions are going to be more uh, evaluate you know evaluated than others. But I, everyone everyone's opinion matters, and that includes yours. So if you have something you want to go crazy with, just go crazy. It's it is what it is. Thank you. And again, listen, folks, want to thank everybody for being here. This has been another successful uh, podcast. I'm very, very happy with the turnout. I'm happy to know. I mean, I saw some good friend of the show, James, thanked me uh, publicly for the show. Hey, listen, man, and I thank you. Thank you. I know I get a lot of thanks, but more, I, I, I want to kind of just, you know, uh, uh, ricochet that back to everyone here. Thank you for allowing me a voice in the community and uh, that you come back each and every week to hear the show. Uh, and uh, listen, folks, great, great things are coming. This is going to be a great holiday if you're a gamer, especially if you're an Xbox gamer. There is a lot on the horizon. I think that they still have other things to talk about. And I don't know how it can get better, but I think it's going to get even better than it already has this week. And this has been a week of weeks for sure. Again, tune in tomorrow morning at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. The regular podcast crew for Breakfast of Boy is going to be there along with two guests, Cotton McCast, as well, of course, as King David from the Iron Lords podcast will be joining us in the morning to talk about a lot of Sony stuff as well as more Microsoft opinions. So tune in and we'll see you tomorrow morning. And thanks again for tuning in today. And I'm going to close out the show with something that's important to me. Hopefully it's important to you. And it's something that my dad taught me when I was a kid. And he used to say, son, treat others how you want to be treated. And also it doesn't cost anything to be nice. You live by those rules and I can guarantee you you're going to have an awesome day. So take care, everyone, and we'll see you next week on the newest episode of the Xbox Factor Podcast. Mm -hmm.